I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. fucking Mark Twain shit, because it's definitely getting chisel on your tombstone. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to Who Will Survive? This is episode 19, which is going to be covering week 4 of our 31 movie reviews of October. And with me as always is Marco. What is going on? What is going on? My brain is starting to get mushy <laughs> from all of this binge watching, but I'm still having a blast doing it. So Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's funny because we started out a little bit ahead of the curve. Yeah. And yeah said like oh you know we'll, we'll get out in front of this so we're not having to watch all six movies in one week and then record a week later and then here we are having to watch all <laughs> six movies and record thing. a week later so yeah i'm finding myself sometimes like not trying to put it off but at the same time like okay i'll watch two tonight and then two tomorrow and then i'll skip a day and yeah so sure, uh, yeah, sometimes yeah. i'm watching these back to back and then like uh you know there's been a couple of them where i just watch it the same movie back to back because it was so good you know i wanted to see it again yeah but yeah man uh again it's it's like it's a challenge that we gave ourselves it's it, you know it could be easy for some people to do but mm. um uh i'm enjoying it at the same time because i'm non-stop talking about horror movies to everybody like you got to see this we reviewed this movie uh, i can't believe how bad this one was or <laughs> whatever so it really puts you in that halloween spirit that october spirit anyhow where yeah sometimes yeah. i don't get into it until almost the 29th the 30th of october right so now it's this is a good good thing to do early and uh, up until halloween i know the only bad thing is that i haven't had much time to watch things that i just would want to watch now anyways that's true but that's true i did manage to squeeze in uh watching one other halloween theme movie with kel on saturday we watched uh this was his choice i, I threw a bunch of halloween mm-hmm. theme movies at him and he actually chose watching tales of halloween which i know you, oh, okay, you cool. and i have talked about how like uh, you weren't yes. as big of a fan of it as i was but yeah um, it's it's one of those ones that he finds a lot of it funny so oh okay he well, ends up yeah. asking to watch it and I think if you watched it again, if we if we ever for some reason decided to cover it, then I think you might yeah, find uh, some merit to it. But yeah, I'm willing to. I'm willing to watch it again, of course. Um, sure. It's that was I think that movie right there was one of those things where I was trying to find in a movie theater because it was coming out and like nobody was playing it, you know, yeah, and yeah. they just kind of like kind of skipped over um, because like 
I'm that was one of the movies I wanted to watch with my son, right? But now he's off to college, so now I'm like, okay, I'll watch it by myself. So I really wasn't in the mood to mm-hmm. at maybe when I when I seen it. So I'm 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 willing to uh, revisit it anytime. Yeah. Nice. And we got to go see Halloween in the theater. Yeah. Which was, it was pretty cool. The only thing that I would complain about is this has happened before when I go to these phantom events or whatever the hell these mm-hmm. things are when they play the old movies it's like the fucking volume isn't loud enough for some reason oh. in the theater and i'm like oh man it's gonna rip we're gonna get to see it in like the <laughs> yeah. fucking the, the big sound system or whatever yeah, yeah if yeah. somebody three rows back was whispering i could i could not hear the movie i was like what the oh. fuck Why well that so sucks yeah. yeah and i'm like how do you even complain i don't know like get up no. and go find some kid and be like oh, i don't know what to do <laughs> yeah so i just sweep Jesus. up so just send him an anonymous email mm-hmm. Turn but the shit up, please. I, I want to say it was like that when we saw Labyrinth too. It was it was kind of oh dull, okay. So. But yeah, I, I, I went with yeah. I went with Cal and we have seen it a bunch of times, so we kind of joked through the movie too. Like there's a lot of stuff to kind of laugh about and some inconsistencies right. and stuff to. We did a little whispering version of Mystery Science Three <laughs> Theater Three Thousand. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's cool. That's cool. I love doing those type of events, especially the build up to it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you if it was a Saturday or a Friday after work, it's like that whole thing. Oh, shit, we're going to go see, you know, Halloween tonight um, and just get mentally prepared and just kind of like have fun with it. It's a fun time. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I, I love that build up to those, those type of events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it still was definitely cool. And I, I've never seen it in the theater. So cool. Uh, but other than that, I've just been watching these movies and a bunch of football and hockey so yeah i actually watched me too minus football and hockey <laughs> i watched the last <laughs> movie for this uh, i had like the football game on in the background but i had to keep i had to keep my earbuds in because i kept getting distracted by the football game so it was actually kind of exciting <laughs> and then i had to pause right. the movie for a while and watch some of the football game because it got yeah, crazy. yeah so. <laughs> so yeah that was last uh, monday night football game Fucking Aaron cool. Aaron Rodgers is like literally <laughs> magic. I don't understand how he does it over and over. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I apologize for people that don't know anything about football, and I just rambled a little bit about that. But I am um, googling Aaron Rodgers right now. Oh yeah, he's actually amazing. <laughs> but uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So the the six movies we have for tonight's show is going to be our 2018 movie that we're starting off with is Living Among Us. Mm-hmm. And then we have our movies that both of us have not seen, which yours is Lords of Salem, and mine yes. is Troll Hunter. And then we have yes. our Halloween theme movie is Satan's Little Helper. And then our movies that we have seen are Wolf Creek, picked by me, and The Cell, picked by you. Yes. A little bit of a theme going on. Uh, almost half of these movies deal with serial killers, you know? Sure, yeah. I was like picking that up. I'm like, because I, I think the first three movies that I watched were, were the first three that, um, or, you know, like Sal, Lords of Salem, not Salem, uh, Wolf Creek, and Satan's Little Helpers. I, like, oh shit, this is all serial killers. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I thought that was interesting how it kind of just unfolded. Well, yeah, and the, the uh, just trying to mix everything up, uh, like I tried to make sure that it wasn't all that. So obviously, we have right. like, Troll Hunter isn't about a serial killer or no, no. living among us. Uh, so. So I tried no, to but keep I them all mixed it. up, yeah. It, no. So yeah, no, it was cool because each one of those was a different type of serial killer movie. Like we've talked about the the genre aspects of like um, certain horror movies. Like okay, today's stuff is paranormal. Then it'll get mm-hmm. into the zombie movie, and all of a sudden vampires will make a a comeback. Never really in the same time frame. Like they're always 
juggling each other. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there be all of a sudden we'll get back into zombies and then zombies will fall off for like ten years and then so no, it's good and like each one of these movies, you know, to me they're almost all different as far as their you know uh, quote unquote serial killer theme mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, but yeah, I was uh, we were talking last show about how this one seemed like maybe it was going to be better group of movies mm-hmm. than the one before that and like that maybe there Not was darker a, maybe a little bit of a build-up <laughs> or whatever but yeah 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 i, I still feel like I, I don't know that it was better like i feel like it, they're just all well, kind of have that same sort of feeling where there's there's some highs and some lows and yeah there, uh, there was there was no there low is... lows of this one for sure no no not what not on my list um there was definitely i think um I enjoyed it a lot more, but a lot darker, a lot more darker themes mm-hmm. going on in this in this set, um, also. But uh, um, we, I even might have a movie to put on my top 15, 20 movies of all time in here too. So with this list coming, right, I might have to add it to that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I know which one you mean, but I guess we'll save <laughs> yeah, that know, for I the know. individual <laughs> movie talk. Yeah. Yes. Um, if it was last show, I would say that you were talking about Hayride. It's probably one of your all-time <laughs> favorites. It was leading to it uh, at first, like the intro. I was like, "Okay, top ten. Oh no! Oh, bottom ten. <laughs> bottom ten. <laughs> You're a yeah. bottom ten. I had the rug sure. pulled right underneath. Yeah, it just <laughs> it's a rug puller for sure. It uh, really was. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. I, mean, I think it just means you fall down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So why don't we talk about what our next show is going to be, which at the time of us recording yeah. this, I haven't announced it, but before this comes out, then it will be, it'll be available through one of the social media posts that you might see. So Yes. Yeah. So our next show, our week five, which is going to kind of finalize our bulk of the show and then get into our 31st movie. So mm-hmm. next show is going to bring us to our 30 movies. We have Night of the Demons. We have Dead Shack. We have In the Mouth of Madness. Silent Hill, You're Next, and The Visit. And definitely a couple of those on my list of all-time favorite movies to watch during Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely in the top 20 to 15 movies of, of mine. So, again, another solid list to, in my end, uh, in my eyes. Some fun ones there. Some ones I haven't seen that I'm anxious to get into. Yeah, I don't know exactly how I did this when I was constructing the list, but I think that I, I put like a lot of the best ones in the last show so yeah <laughs> i guess maybe yeah. that i was thinking that we'd be burned out so it'd be rewarding to have some of these but yeah <laughs> well, like night of the demons i'm that's my go-to i absolutely right, right. i love that movie right and that's like a great finale mm-hmm. like i'm gonna watch that last a dead last because i want it to just kind of bring it home relax mm-hmm. just watch it and have fun with it because i've seen it so many times but uh you know it's it's a payoff big time mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i uh I'm anxious to watch and talk about your next a little bit because that one's one of my favorites. Yes. Yeah. And like, I want to revisit, uh, not to go too much on the next week's list, but uh, In the Mouth of Madness is one of the movies I did not like when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I didn't understand it or I was like, oh my God, this is not what I was thinking. So I'm, um, and I want to say I haven't seen it since it came out. <laughs> so okay. another good one for me to revisit and, and to talk about. Sure. Yeah. And I've never seen it and I've been wanting to fill in the blanks of carpenter movies i haven't seen so that was how it, it ended up yeah. on there so. cool cool so i i've heard enough about pretty much all of his movies i've at least heard on some podcast or another somebody talking about it yeah so. 
Yeah. How all the ones I haven't seen, I know a little yes. bit about them. And it sounds like Mars Attacks is the best one that I haven't seen. I love, <laughs> I love Mars Attacks. <laughs> I hear that it's terrible, but I feel like I'm actually going to like it it's... more than most people do. <laughs> well, that's Tim Burton, right? Oh no! Wait, what's what's the one that he did? Not Mars Attacks. Um... Oh, you're talking. Um, holy shit! Now I, <laughs> I know shit. exactly what movie you're talking about too. Yeah, um, I have to look it up. But yeah, because I was like, no, Mars Attacks is Tim Burton, which is funny as hell. Um, uh, shit. Yeah, he has some terrible space movie or something that was one of the last movies that he made. Yeah. And it is shit. Sorry, this is terrible podcasting. Uh, Power of oh, Edit. Ghost of Mars. Ghost of Mars. Yes. Yeah. So yes. it had Mars in the title, right? It was. It was close enough. I. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew I, I knew where you were going with it, so that's fine. <laughs> I actually wrote that down. I'll cut a little bit of that out. No one will ever know, except that I just acknowledged it now. <laughs> exactly. All like right. I said, the power of edit. Yeah. No, fuck it. I'll just leave all that in. Yeah, why not? We're not. I mean, you know what? We have fun just like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get into the first movie here, which is going to be Living Among Us. That just mm-hmm. came out in the year 2018, and our synopsis reads as such. Vampires have just made themselves public. Now a group of documentarians have been granted access to learn how they live and coexist with humans. But as reality sets in, the crew realize their very lives are in danger. Right. Uh, so it's, it's, I guess, kind of a... Not a trope. I don't know. A type of movie that we've seen done a few times Mm -hmm. now. This mockumentary type of situation. And for one reason or other, whether it's somebody is following something or somebody wants to have their story told or, uh, you know, we saw that with even Creep 2 where he was using the guise of I'm I'm this person that killed all these people and I want you to document all of my killing stuff. So come film me. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it's not a, a new premise necessarily. I don't know how many have been done with vampires or whatever, because I'm not really a huge vampire fan for some reason. Like, there's some that I've liked, and, and a lot of them I don't necessarily, so... Hmm. Uh, I think the whole, like, the the regal vampire, sort of like we see in this movie, that ancient yeah. regal royal-type person or whatever, the very proper person, I like more dirty <laughs> yeah, kind of fucked I'm up the monster same way. vampires. So. Exactly. I, I want the vampire as a monster. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to really talk. I mean, okay... Dracula, different, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Dracula is completely different than, to me, in my world, that is a that is a story of an individual, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But vampires as a, um, a creature or a species or a group of creatures, the monster version of it that's terrifying, that's the, the vampires I like. The, like you said, the romanticized, um, you know, uh, like you said, you have an ancient one. You have the myth of an elder. You have the elder clan kind of stuff that really, you know, this movie kind of gets into is the hierarchy of vampires as an evolution of man almost. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, this sect of man broke off and became vampires or, or was turned by another creature or whatever, which um, which is the Dracula story. Don't get me wrong. But to me, the, like when you have Dracula as an individual, that works so well versus mm-hmm. a you know, a family of vampires or, you know, that, that that are trying to be human. So, right. Yeah. So what this one is the, the, they, they found a way in this movie, the history of it is like they found the vampires found a way of, uh, I guess not killing, go out and killing. And so they have like donations of blood banks that 
people have recognized vampires and are like, okay, well, if we voluntarily give up our blood through blood banks, then you don't have to kill us anymore. And then we can kind of like live among, mm-hmm. living among us. Right. right so right. I, I thought it was kind of a cool premise. Yeah. Um, I do like that. Yeah. Um, I, I like this style of, of faux documentary that we've seen other things do. Um, sure. Like, I don't know if you've ever I seen do too. It's interesting. the Adam Green one that he did about the monsters living underground shit i can't remember any movie names tonight but <laughs> whatever the fuck that one is but yeah uh, and i should be and i should be backing <laughs> you up here by going oh it's this movie and i and i just draw blanks every time no that's all right <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm shooting blanks today guys sorry but um another one is the um, rise of leslie vernon the behind the mask because yeah. the documenting him as a serial killer so it's a yes a cool yeah. style of movie to do and obviously doesn't take a lot of production value because they can shoot a lot of stuff as extra footage and whatever the one right. the one thing this movie suffers from in doing that style is they way overdo it with the hey turn the camera off man hey why are you filming this yeah I hey know. turn the camera off. i know is literally every three and a half fucking minutes they're telling them to turn the camera <laughs> off and i'm like could you just yeah not write that into the script so much just, like seriously it, it just mean, becomes annoying yeah it, that and from the kickoff of this movie the the documentaries or the the, the documentarians that are going doing this they're like pissed off yeah, automatically yeah. pissed off at the start of the film and that to me it's like i'm not enjoying it as much because i want them to be more enthusiastic about I their know, job yeah, or whatever yeah. just the, the cameraman was awesome um but like the guy doing the interview like this hot shot reporter whatever uh i was just kind of like yeah shut up or get bitten already right so I and know. then the whole yeah turn the camera off turn the camera i said like, come on guys um <laughs> what this what the movie did well was setting up the like here here you're gonna have a button cam you know tied to your shirt we're gonna put cameras hit around the house and use your iphone so they're not they're never breaking that documentary wall where you have you know half the movie is a documentary documentary and then the other half is like just film footage of Mm -hmm. uh, an actual movie you know like uh, a never hike alone kind of kind of thing where it's Mm -hmm. half and half this movie was 100 percent you know what it's almost like that found footage kind of stuff. Like here's the tapes, put it to spice it together, and here's what it is. And it, it they caught whatever they wanted you to catch. And um, I kind of like how they over, like they kind of like over explained how we're getting this footage. We have the guy walking around the handheld. We have the button cams. We have the like I said the cell phone stuff mm-hmm. like that. I kind of like that because they're they like left no you know question about how it's being filmed, what what is what's going on. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like sometimes because of it's of a low budget film, even though it had John Hurt in it, right? Uh, maybe it was like one of those things where John Hurt o- owed a favor. <laughs> he owed these guys a favor um, right. to be in this film and stuff, and he and he did it, or he just liked the script. But uh, given that the writing of it can get a little too aggressive with the punching you in the face of certain things like that, like what we talked about, where it gets annoying. I don't want to like say it one more time and turn this off, you know. I know. Um, he put the camera down, films somewhere, and but nobody ever does puts the camera down. I know. Well, that's the thing is like they just keep saying it, but it. Well, it, I guess just to kind of finalize the. I don't want to like beat it to death with them saying. No, that, I hear. It, I hear. It. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're building in a reason of why they're filming everything because they're making a fucking documentary, but yeah. then. They keep telling him to stop filming, and it's like, well, I'm, I'm filming everything, so there might be something. And he's like, well, but you're recording us when we're talking behind the scenes. And, it's, and it's still, like, if I was making a documentary, I'd be like, film every fucking thing, because at any everything. moment, these people yeah. could bust in if if we don't have the sure. cameras already rolling. Like, always be rolling. Exactly. So, it's, exactly. it's just stupid, because 
I think you you hit the nail on the head with that these people are just annoyed and and frustrated yeah. and they don't want to be there and apparently they were there were a boyfriend and girlfriend and they're fighting or something now the sound <laughs> guy and the and the host of the documentary but yeah uh yeah those people suck but what is cool <laughs> is that the the fucking vampires are awesome like you mentioned John yeah, Hurd is yeah, in there yeah. and uh, William Sadler is the uh, mm-hmm. the leader of the vampire sect yep and I don't know I don't know the the woman is apparently in Game of Thrones but I don't watch that so yeah but, uh, yeah she was in there Esme uh, something is her mm-hmm. name but yeah the vampires are great I love I love their part of it and then they they have the two sons the ones like this crazy eyes motherfucker and then the other ones I the, love it the cool like party guy. Yeah, I wanted to see more of their adventures. I know. Um, well, and that's where well, it got cool. That was the good part of the movie is he's like, hey, what guys want to see some real vampire shit? And, like take them out and just yeah. like slaughter all these motherfuckers that were yeah. just hanging around partying. It was awesome. Yeah. Without those two, the, the I would have really, really, really dis, um, not liked this movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like um, because we saw a little bit of the 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 faster pace action gore scenes about you know hey, hey let's take these documentary guys out and show them what we really do even though you know we're supposed to be how at peace right like we're at peace on paper right but the real story is you know look we're still doing this we're still going out there and slaughtering people at mm-hmm. night you know um which i that's i thought that was kind of cool that where the vampires still want to kill people and they still want to hunt people they yeah, don't yeah. want to sit back and drink out of a you know a wine glass with somebody who donated that stuff. It's like their animal instincts kicked in. So that was the conflict of this movie, right? Without sure, getting, yeah. you know, with the ending away and stuff like that. But that was where we saw both sides of it, you know? Yeah. And I do like some of the stuff where they're trying to interview them and they, they start to talk about stuff, mm-hmm. but then they're like, oh, well, we can't really say too much. And I, I thought yeah, all that yeah. stuff was pretty cool. I mean, overall, it was pretty good. The The other, like the one other problem I have is this thing is listed first as a comedy and then a fantasy and then a horror. Hmm. And I'm like, where was hmm. the comedy? This was not funny at all. Like yeah. I, didn't, I didn't find yeah. very much comedy in the movie at all. So it's like, no, it's fine if was... it's not funny, but don't list it as a comedy. And then I was disappointed. Yeah, that's that's weird. I didn't see that. <laughs> you know, uh, Fantasy makes sense, but still not as a uh, top building like that. It would be a horror fantasy to me because you're dealing with vampires, which is straight horror. You know, mm-hmm. um, everything is sci-fi. Everything is fantasy in a, in a sense. But yeah, I mean, comedy. No, I mean, the brothers and stuff made me laugh just because of their antics. But it wasn't like um, on purpose. You know, it wasn't right. funny on purpose. It was just happened to the scene happened to be funny, but it, it didn't overpower the entire movie that the rest of the movie was pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. There was a lot of serious tone. I mean, immediately yeah. shit kind of starts going sideways and it's right it's like awkward and and cringy and shit a lot of times too because the, you're you're kind of like waiting for them to pop off and, and attack these people at some point <laughs> yeah so. i was waiting for it the whole time mm-hmm. uh, something's wrong like you get that sense like something's off you know and right yeah right. yeah so but yeah i i still i think it was cool and i mean i didn't even know that john heard passed away and then at the end it said right i p john heard i was like oh mm-hmm must have been probably. I think his one of his last films he ever did. Right. No. It has, it has to be. I have to look that up if if he did any more or if this was in production. Of course, uh, you know, really close for him. Uh, after, you know, he died right after his filming, so who knows? Or people know. I just didn't do that research. Yeah. And now Kevin McAllister's dad's never coming home. Okay. Well, someone has to find an open store. We don't even have milk here. I went shopping yesterday. 
shopping? I got to milk, eggs, and fabric softener. No kidding. What a funny guy. What else did you do while we were away? Just hung around. Instead of home alone, it's home for good. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess if his dad was a vampire, he wouldn't want him to come home. No, exactly. It's so been, it's this. Uh, been gone all this time. You come back a vampire. This is fucking bullshit, that, Dad. But maybe they left him home, and they on their second vacation, Dad got bit by a vampire, killed the rest of his family, <laughs> had to find a new one. So Kevin's always home now. Yep. <laughs> Plaza Hotel Reservations, may I help you? Howdy do. This is Peter McAllister, the father. Yes, sir. I'd like a hotel room, please. Yes. With an extra large bed, a TV, and one of those little refrigerators you have to open with a key. Yes, sir. You'll need a major credit card upon check-in. Credit card? You got it. Thank you. Enjoy your stay. Uh, but no, there's not too much to say about this. It's it's one of these styles of movies we've seen done a bunch of yeah. times with different different monsters or killers or whatever kind of mm-hmm. the the subject of the documentation is. And um, I I enjoyed the the idea of it, and I enjoyed some of the execution stuff, and some of it felt a little bit awkward. And yeah. I I didn't really like the parts where they were following the people, the, the film crew people just on their own they were necessary that you needed those to move the story along but i found myself yeah. not liking those parts as much but then <laughs> yeah loving the parts with uh you know with uh john hurd and and william yes. sadler anything with william sadler who's another buffalo native actor i always gotta nice give it a little extra credit for that one too so <laughs> nice nice uh, but yeah anything with him always gets a little extra boost plus he was yeah, uh was cool the Grim Reaper and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> J7. Hit. Yeah. I hit. You have sunk my battleship. Excellent! Yeah! I totally knew you put it in the J's, dude. Good thinking, Ted. You must play me again. What? Um, best two out of three. No way! Yes way. But yeah, I, I definitely dig this one. I think it's something that's worth checking out. And mm-hmm. I think people that like vampire movies probably will hate it. Because I feel like it probably does something yeah. wrong against vampires, but I don't know that much about it, so. Something. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the brothers were pretty awesome, too. That, yeah. That was fun. And uh, it was weird because you just kept waiting for it to either be funny or, or turn crazy, and then it kind of right. turned crazy, but then it didn't. Then it kind of did, then it didn't. So, I don't know. It was all over I the know. place. <laughs> it, so, was, it was a mess. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Uh, Still pretty cool. I, I actually mm-hmm. ended up giving it a seven out of ten, just okay. because I cool. I had some enjoyment and I I liked the uh, the vampire actors a lot in this one. So yeah, absolutely. Like the best parts of it, of course, the vampires, and maybe that was on purpose because the characters, like when we are the uh, the the normal, not the vampires, the non-vampire people. I, I wasn't following them at all. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't invested into their relationship problems. I didn't care. I really didn't. It's like, and it's because of their whiny ass attitudes at mm-hmm. the beginning of the film. And again, that might have been just the writing. 
um, no fault to the actors, you know, there's where they get just be upset the whole time. And it's like, well, I don't care if you survive now, you know, there's no emotional investment to me to care if your survival. I just want to see like the vampires go ape shit. So, um, I ended up giving this movie a six because again, it is, it is good. You know, it's, it's, um, it's one of those things where like, Hey, do you watch that? You should watch it. It's fun. You know, it's a fun vampire. They do kind of reference a lot of vampire lore. And like I said, the hierarchy type archetype vampires of you have the head, if you kill the head, the other ones will suffer kind of stuff like that Lost Boys um, feel to it, you know? Yes. So uh, that aspect, they, I like the fact that where the movie was going, well, it took like a complete, you know, 180 twist to this whole thing where mm. I thought it was really going to go to where it's like, look, we're doing this documentary documentary that because we want you to accept us as as somebody that you, that you shouldn't fear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but again... Not to give so much away of the movie, it, it the movie just kind of like well, there was absolutely no point to it, <laughs> you know. So, um, but yeah, so a solid six for me, um, because right. again, it was enjoyable to a point, you know. But it wasn't. It, I just couldn't go further because right off the bat, I was almost kind of turned off on it just for the first like twenty minutes of the film. Yeah, I agree, and I was actually wrong. I read from the wrong thing, and my. My score that I wrote down was actually a six and a half, not a seven. Oh, so okay. I was even closer to you. <laughs> I think I was I was leaning towards a seven, and then yeah, I ended up after it was over being like, well, wait, where was the comedy that was supposed to happen or whatever? Like it well, didn't sure. have the right tone. And, yeah, and I took like a half I, a point off of that. Like if I read the synopsis first, I, that see the the synopsis is something I would. This is a movie that I would go out to uh, go out of my way to see. Like reading that even yeah. seeing the cover art i'm like oh i want to see this you know um i didn't know it was this low budget in a sense that i mean yes it's it's a you know handheld it's not the quality of it low budget it's, it just feels like a, a low budget film um right. pretty cool gore effects too I, i'll i'll give the movie that too oh yeah yeah no it's not bad but uh not going to probably crack the top 10 of 2018 for us no no um it's a i'll gladly put on one of the movies that i've seen and enjoyed but yeah top anything now i i think i'll pass right all right (laughs) why don't we move on to our next one which is your pick yeah so i picked lords of salem from 2012 rob zombies film um this is a movie that i have not i did not see but been dying to see right it's just kind of i just wanted to see it and when you put on your list of like, okay, well, here's your cha- here's your chance putting it right. on there so I could talk about it. So the premise or the synopsis for IMDb is Heidi, a radio DJ, is sent a box containing a record, a gift from the Lords. The sounds within the grooves trigger flashbacks of her town's violent past. Is Heidi mad or are the Lords of Lords back to take revenge on Salem, Massachusetts? So it's you know setting in salem massachusetts which movie right that's that's all they do in salem so mm-hmm. um that's what it's known for so okay i i want to say like i'm a, i'm a huge rob zombie fan i am okay. um ever since white zombie like you could not find a bigger fan than me in white zombie i and i've mentioned this on um the horror mafia podcast when we were on there it's like i'm overly critical for rob zombies films because i like him so much i like his work i like what he does and every movie besides like i said halloween was actually pretty good you know we we covered that mm-hmm. and stuff so but it's like every movie that he came out since you know like when lord of the Santa came out he came out with 31 i'm just i was just so turned off because 
maybe maybe he does what I do with 80s stuff. Like he does with 70s. Like he's so nostalgic for the 70s that he force feeds you it. Right. Um, and and I do that with the 80s. Like I'm so nostalgic for the 80s that I'll force feed it to people. But um, it's probably like one of the reasons why I did not want. Even though this movie does not take place in the 70s, I didn't no, it doesn't. really. Yeah, I didn't. Um, go out of my way to watch it to begin because I was already like, oh, I don't want to hate it, right? I just don't want to hate it. Um, but surprisingly, I actually really like this movie. I don't love it. Like, I don't, oh my God, it's a masterpiece, you know, if he's turned it around for me and whatever. Mm. It still has a lot of those Rob Zombie touches to everything. But this is one of the better acted by his wife, okay? And, and everybody yeah. else he puts in the film, it, you know, he has this group of actors that he only uses, which... You know, he says those are the they're good and no one else is hiring them. So why not? You know, mm-hmm. um, he, he kind of has that revolving door. So being a witch again, here's another group of uh, of monsters that I loved and watched. I love witch movies, but this is the violent. I mean, these are the violent witches. These are the cursed, you know, monsters of of everything. And uh, going into this movie, like I said, it is one of the better ones. I think Rob Zombie put out, in my opinion. Uh, better than, if I dare say, better than Devil's Rejects, I think, because at least this had a monster element to it. You know, yes, you know, serial killer or uh, deranged people, it is a monster in itself, but this actually had, you know, some some evil to it, you know? Right, right. Um, yeah, only, yeah, like one of the, like I said, when I brought up the 70s thing is because I really wanted to touch base with the, uh, anything that our main characters that we followed pretty much, you know, Heidi, which is played by his wife, um, mm-hmm. and then the, the other two radio DJs are with her. They're like living in the 70s. They're all, they're decked out in the 70s. Their apartments all 70s, but their outside world is modern times. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know that radio personalities could be eccentric like that, but that's to me where I just roll my eyes sometimes where Rob Zombie goes a little too far with, you know, force feeding that aspect of it. I get it. You like it. Okay. But it's throwing me out a little bit. Like it's taking yeah, me yeah. a little bit away from it, you know? Yep. Um, and he has a habit of doing that. So I don't know if you feel the same way with his with his movies. Because he yes. does have a very, very specific um, style of his movies. Oh, yeah. Even if, like Halloween remake. It was like 70s style shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for a couple of things here and there thrown in, you wouldn't know that it wasn't taking place in the past, which I feel like those little right. things were thrown in just to be like, look, I'm not in the seventies guys. Check it out. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, everything does still feel like that. Um, I agree yeah. with you that this is the best that I've seen from Sherry moon zombie. Yes. And th- the one thing that stands out to me was that this almost, I don't know, like it, it it feels like, but also doesn't feel like a Rob Zombie movie as I had kind of right. joked about before because I kept mm-hmm. waiting for the trash and the 9,000 <laughs> F-bombs and yes. Yes. All, the, all the coarse language and, and, you know, just horrible people. And yeah. there wasn't really a lot of like super deplorable people in this one. It was almost just like... Just the witches. Yeah, just it was almost like he, from, he didn't yeah. uh, like try to go the total opposite direction or something. Yeah. 
A hundred percent. I was actually midway through the film. I was like, okay, did he co-write this? It did. Did someone write it? He just directed. Like I was questioning, right? Like, yeah. wow. Or did he really grow as a movie creator and or, you know a director and a writer to be like, you know, maybe I don't need to throw in like the the dirtiest of dirty people. Right. And right. I and I, get, I understand why he does it because he says that's the people he he he's seen in his life or mm-hmm. you know people he knows in real life, but. Sometimes it's a little bit of a turnoff because it's like, okay, I get it, man. You know, it's it's depressing me. You know, like I'm getting I'm getting depressed now with the tone. But right, yeah, and I, and you know, I was with you. I was waiting for you know something uh, to happen where now we're gonna see you know a dirty rape scene or yeah, for a it to turn trashy, that, right? Yeah, something like that. I was waiting for this to happen. Um, and like I said, besides like 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 the witch stuff, which made him evil now we've talked about this having a bad uh, a bad guy a bad monster or or something that you need to stop in a movie to get them to be very dark and very um you know monstrous if you will like Mm -hmm. you you know uh, to me like the witches were perfect for it because he didn't hold any punches which i do appreciate with rob zombie's films where these witches were satanic and they were evil and this whole movie um with with like the birth of the antichrist kind of stuff you know it mm-hmm. threw all these cult references in it it was i i absolutely was just like I, I enjoyed it i enjoyed it a lot you know right yeah i thought it took a bunch of twists that i liked about it. it's like oh wow these witches weren't just getting revenge they were actually doing something a ritual that they they, they were um stopped short back in the you know salem wish trials mm-hmm. yeah i was having trouble kind of getting invested in it and i don't know if it was like Hmm. that I was thrown off by the fact that, like, I was really into it at first, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, this is actually not, you know, not as, as trashy, and it's it's kind of more of a real movie. But then yeah. I just kind of felt like it was going in a lot of circles, and, and I get sort of this way with, with witch movies, and it's the mm-hmm. same thing with possession movies and that type of stuff right. where yeah, I start to get kind of lost in the, the circles of the, like, what's real and what's not real and what did i imagine right and right what, what was that and oh that did happen oh that didn't happen and, <laughs> yeah um so that part was kind of taking me out of it where i f- started to then feel like well now i just kind of want to see trashy strippers and people like <laughs> fucking murdering each other exactly <laughs> i'll watch devil's rejects again <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? go back to that yeah yeah you're right like uh um it gets into that blurred reality stages to this movie where it's like okay what am I watching anymore? Yeah, you know, it took a, it took some different turns. Like the tone mm-hmm. of the movie absolutely did change about three or four times in this film. You know, um, yeah, and it, it just he went back to drug like use. It, he went back to yeah. Yeah, it seems like it didn't do a lot. Like, like not a lot happened over a long period of time or something. Like right. There, there wasn't. It was. It was a lot of kind of recycling through the same parts or whatever, and and yeah. Ultimately, like not that much went on but yeah so the the setup part was great i love how it starts out with the people and they actually seem like they're nice which i'm sure was intentionally done to make the witches seem more horrible where everyone else right. was kind of cool and then do we get this mystery music and of, yeah. of course the the guy that is a guest there just happens to be like hmm that's interesting yeah. that name lords of salem right which is funny because it wasn't even the name of the record they just no it's just it called that. the lords yeah yeah and yeah. then he's like oh they call themselves the lords of Se-. i'm like no they don't motherfucker like <laughs> they just made that shit up nowhere on that listening. album says 
Lords of Salem. Yeah, and then he just happens yeah. to know a guy that knows a guy that has the fucking book that talks about this thing or whatever. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they figure out that it's the same music, which I, I like the idea of that the music yes. summoning kind of thing. We've seen that in a few other things we've seen for yeah. the show, too, with, with that type of idea, like um, mm-hmm. um, the fucking the demon one that we loved, Deathgasm. Deathgasm, exactly. As, an, as a... A slightly better example of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the setup of the movie of of the witch is taking revenge because uh, you know Sherry Moon Heidi or, or her, she mm-hmm. plays Heidi is a descendant of the people who killed the witches. Oh yeah, and, yeah. That's right. And then they you know, they figure that out way too easily too. Yeah. It's like oh, <laughs> let me look up let me look up familytree.com and type the name. Oh my God, <laughs> <Yeah>. you're you're. <laughs> That does never work. <laughs> when they got that that part, I was like, as soon as they said that, like, yeah. oh, I wonder if there's a family member. And I'm like, of course it's going to be her. I immediately knew. And then I could see her and I was like, oh, of fuck course. you, movie. Of, of course it fucking was her. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. There's always that real easy connecting connecting twist to it, you know. But uh, um, there were some amazing visuals in this film. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I, li- I, I like the whole buildup of, um, like, the witches that were – uh, caring for her, you know, mm-hmm. like they were grooming, they were making her, they were keeping her safe because they were using her as a vessel. You know what I mean? Even though they wanted mm-hmm. to destroy her and her entire lineage because they wanted revenge. But at the same time, right. I love the three witches that they were following in the apartment complex. They were so good. They were so uh, just perfect, you know. And um, you know, this might be weird to say, right? But I, I don't know. I just appreciated the like Rob Zombie didn't hire supermodels for this movie. Okay, I like right. that it was everyday people. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. besides besides his wife, you know, but she's you know that's that's different. You know, one person's fine, but uh, um, coming into it where you see all the women in this in Salem here, you know, take off their clothes and march down the street or whatever it was, it was just like wow, th- I I can buy into the reality a little bit because that's everyday people. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, even out here in California, man, not everybody's a supermodel. Okay, so right. um. When movies do that thing to me where it's like everybody's like perfect tens, the men and women, it's just like, come on, you know, where are the real people that, you know, we're trying to sell a story. And so, yeah, so I, again, I appreciated that in this movie. I did, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but it it was surprisingly good. And maybe because I didn't want to like it, I ended up liking it. Maybe that, if that makes sense, because Rob Zombie is such a, like I said, I'm such a fan that I'm overly critical of his movies and if you ever get a chance to go to a rob zombie concert and he plays lords of salem he has a cartoon that he did uh playing behind the track and it is awesome it's a it's like just awesome and almost depicts like the first half of the film were or you know the 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 burning of the witches kind of stuff right you know um which is great you know i love the those kind of references from his music to the movie that you know fans will get right yeah no it's it's definitely uh not all bad for sure and I think right, right. this is the one that uh, of all of his stuff that you could could say is like the most um, I don't know mainstream friendly or whatever that mm-hmm. could be more widespread accepted by people. But I think it's definitely weird and has a lot of like frustrating stuff and and just the overly obvious type of stuff that we pointed out too that <laughs> yeah, turns people yeah. off and whatever. But yes, uh, it's funny because. You were expecting to be disappointed, and I was expecting <laughs> for it to be more profane. But then we yeah. kind of both had different outcomes of what 
it ended up being experience-wise for us. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think my uh, my overall experience, like this this one, is one that I will have to definitely watch again because mm-hmm. it, being part of this grouping of movies where I'm I'm cramming all this stuff in and watching stuff after watching other yeah. stuff and whatever, it's it's a little bit confusing, and I feel like I was not really super invested in what was going on and kind of getting <laughs> lost a little bit. Sure. Sure. And even though I was trying to follow it, I just was finding myself not super engaged in it. And I would like to try to at least give it a little bit more of a, a fair breakdown and, and an assessment right. just for my own sake. But uh, yeah, absolutely. It could have almost benefited, I feel like, from being a little bit trashier <laughs> or a little bit more violent or. Yeah, to throw his maybe. signature right across it, you know, broader yeah, paintbrush it, maybe. But, yeah, I mean, they could have had some of the, the witches kill a few more people. Right. Because uh, I did like the gang that had like D. Wallace was the crazy one. Yes. And the oh other my two God. women. <clears throat> yeah. She was like the, the loose cannon. She's always smoking. Yep. They have to hold her back all the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I, I like a lot of that stuff. And I do think this shows a, a, a different side of Sherry Moon Zombie where she can actually mm-hmm. play something besides the sympathetic stripper or whatever the fuck she always is. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But uh, I I still wasn't too blown away, so I ended up giving this a six mm-hmm. and a half. Okay. Yeah, um, which is which is like almost expected. Like I wanted to give this, you know, like I said, I, I went in there like, oh, man, I don't know. I just I want to see it because, you know, mm-hmm. it's, again, a, a movie that I should see and I want to make judgment but yeah i was going in there with like arms folded almost you know a little right, bit right. just because i'm a super fan um i end up giving it a seven and a half which is still good you know because it's better than i expected but it still had a lot of those those things where again i want to see it again you know to understand it a little bit more and i i'll probably be annoyed with the rob zombie elements the second time around but the but this go round was actually pretty good for me right um and I really, really uh, like like the story, and I like the twist at the end. And I, it, it takes me back to those movies in the '80s and the '70s where you know, the 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 bad guy is working to get something done, and it it happened. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you get to see it, and it also means something completely different. You know, so you know, like I said, the witches weren't just getting revenge; they were doing a ritual to they were doing something. You know, to bring in the Antichrist into the world, and you know, which I you didn't get into the, I guess I'm spoiling the movie, right? But, uh, um, I actually, I liked it because it was like a different a subplot of a plot going there, you know, uh, it was just kind of like all over the place. So sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Seven and a half. I don't expect if I watch it again, it'll go up or down from that. I really don't. I think, uh, I'm glad that I got to see it. And I'm again, for a Rob zombie film, this is one of the better ones, you know, mm-hmm. really good. Like, yeah, it wasn't, uh, and I, I'm coming opposite of you. I, it's like, well, I didn't want it to get trashy this time you know like devil's rejects i get it it's supposed to be that way you know halloween it's a i guess it's supposed to be that way or rob zombie's vision of that was that way so um but yeah at least uh um sherry moon's yeah played a more of a normal person with she had her demons in this movie but it wasn't that uh, you know trashy (laughs) trashy uh lifestyle you know she had more respect for herself i guess as as a character the character mm-hmm. did a little bit, even though it was all 70s and she dressed in the 70s and she had dreadlocks and all that stuff. But, uh, right. you know, uh, that was just like, you know, her her choice. You know, I don't know how people dress out there in Salem, Massachusetts, but they definitely dress like that in L.A. Yeah, I am not sure either, but 
Probably not in gigantic like bell-bottom type pants and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like it's overly done, right? Like yeah. if I, w- I guess, I guess here's the thing, and and we'll and we can move on from here. If I was to make a movie, it would probably be total '80s. You know what I mean? But not the '80s people think with the big hair and the and the washed-out jeans and stuff like that. I'm talking like no cell phones, arcade games. You know, I would jam that down people's throats just like Rob Zombie jams down. You know, jams the '70s because that was his era that was his favorite time and i get that and i and i understand it i might not like it but i understand it right yeah no it's uh it's it's definitely tough because you you want to see somebody grow or do something different and it's like just always kind of has that same feel and it's like man come on don't i know you don't you want to try something like aren't you (laughs) fucking bored of this shit you know yeah and, and like i said i haven't seen 31 um and I expect it to go revert right back to his what he just wants to throw everything. Yeah, yeah. It takes place he wants to the make same people time. throw up. Yeah. yeah, he wants to make people throw up, and that, and he does a good job at that. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's not even like I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. The 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 violent scenes in it are filmed and cut in a weird way to minimize the amount of effects budget. I feel like so. I see. Yeah. Uh, which makes it disappointing because that would have made it better. Again, like right. if if you yeah. just go full fucking just just yeah, try nothing, try right? and be shitty, yeah, yeah, try and make stuff terrible, <laughs> and then it's awesome. Right. <laughs> well, that's what Devil's Rejects was. It, mm-hmm. The whole movie, and it worked though. That was a good movie, right? But it was over the top. Like, oh right. my god, these are the shittiest people you ever meet in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it works for the film. But it's still at the same time you're like, okay, I, I'm kind of bored of it right. a little bit. <laughs> All right, so. On to the next, which is my movie I chose for something I had not seen and really wanted to, which is yes. going to be the movie Troll Hunter from 2010. Uh, this one actually is listed as a drama fantasy horror, which is definitely much more fantasy in this one Yeah. than mm-hmm. in another one. Right. So the synopsis reads, a group of students investigates a series of mysterious bear killings, but learns that there are much more dangerous things going on. They start to follow yes. a mysterious hunter, learning that he is actually a troll hunter. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> right. So this is a a true found footage style movie where yes, it's all filmed from one camera. Uh, it, it claims to be f- footage that was actually found after the disappearance of these people that are in the movie, mm-hmm. and is is you know all shot from the 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 one person's perspective and i think right this one again it was it was kind of in that vein of being a mockumentary but it mm-hmm. it didn't feel as much like that it felt more like like the found footage thing where the other one was was much more felt like that uh, faux documentary right. or mockumentary style oh absolutely yeah 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 even though these were supposed to be like college students that were trying to interview somebody and whatever and figure out stuff mm-hmm it uh, didn't have as much of that making a documentary feel as much as a, a news report feel, I guess. A news report. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it was, yeah. Uh, so this one is from Norway, so it's all it's all subtitled from yes. Norwegian. <laughs> and they uh, are like, I don't know, it's, it's uh, what, three people, three kids, college students, three college kids. College kids! Hey, college kids! Yeah, college kids. We like to say around here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they uh, they go out because there's like these mysterious bear turning up dead. 
Right. And then everyone's like, oh, this is weird because there's like odd tracks and it yeah. doesn't, doesn't make sense. And They think there's a poacher out there, like a bear poacher. And, yeah, and, uh, and the people are like dumping yeah. the bear bodies where they're finding them. Right. So, But uh, they end up kind of stalking this guy that's the, the, alleged, the alleged poacher. poacher. Right. Like, and they, they pretty much end up finding out right away that he's hunting these gigantic fucking trolls. I know. Uh, and trolls are real. And there's a shitload of them. And trolls are real. Yeah, exactly. I I I didn't think that the movie was going to show a troll. I really didn't. I thought it was going to be like that Bigfoot kind of stuff. Oh, and they were all over the place. And there was such a lore behind it. Like the guy, the the rumor poacher turned... You know that we find out he's the troll hunter, and this the mm-hmm. group of kids um, end up, you know, finding out that the trolls are real. And the guy comes to him and says, "Look, um, I'm kind of getting tired of this shit. I need to expose the world to what's happening. And so, come with me. If you want to come with me, I'll tell you everything that's going on. I'll tell you everything what we're doing out here. Yeah. And cause... of course, the kids go from bear poaching, do- you know, a uh, news thing to a troll." You know, real life trolls, and they want to expose the what is it? TSA, the Troll Secret Society, or Troll Society, something like that. Agency, yes, something that's hiding <laughs> that they're existing. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's almost like this whole other part of the movie that, like, obviously the troll shit is awesome, but this whole other mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. where there's this government conspiracy to cover up the existence of trolls, and they have some sort of a like fucking agreement <laughs> with the trolls. <laughs> and they're allowed to go in right. this zone and that zone, and then they can't come out of these zones. Otherwise, if right. they do, then they have to kill them. And uh, the, the trolls are—they find out the trolls are getting fucking rabies, and that's right. why they're so becoming they're going more all hostile. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking like, yeah, yeah. crazy. The, the the plot and story it's, is is insane. It's great. It's absolutely and, uh, great. Like you know, it's such a roller coaster ride, and I love like like watching this, and like we get introduced to, like to the first you know the first encounter and then the second encounter and then like the third and then all of a sudden the the the, the mega troll at the end right like right, right. it was and such the, a great build up well yeah. and the guy has all this knowledge because of working for the government and being a troll hunter for all this time and yes. they they give you that really cool shit about oh th- this one is this kind of troll and they <laughs> yeah. the, there's like four different types yes and then these ones and live then the here, woodlands and these ones do yeah. that yeah it's it's fucking and so these cool. two are battling like the woodland trolls and the mountain trolls they they fight each other like mm-hmm. they have territorial disputes you know and uh, <laughs> it's just such a great like such a, it's like loaded of information right and um right they use like I was I was trying to explain this to someone else like they were using a lot of the nursery rhymes and mythos of trolls you know how trolls become into existence of like just like yeah, I said yeah. uh, children's storybooks or whatever how um, like it's not so much prevalent here in the states right but I think it more European uh, or something like that where it's uh, uh, the lore is a little more heavy like trolls can they, they eat Christians they can smell Christians or people of religion yeah yeah that was and a they, big thing they, yeah they can eat them um, you know if sunlight turns them to stone um just like in lord of the rings right the, the three trolls uh certain aspects of that it's all it's like it's all true you know all that shit was true all those stuff that you know of trolls are true and, and but they give us very scientific reason why this stuff happens you know the vitamin d uh mm-hmm. thing what happened that kind of uh makes their skin boil and they some can explode ex, you know expose the sunlight so like the troll hunters weapons is not rifles it's a it's a big ass you know like you know a big fucking flashlight bulb. Yeah, yeah, big flashlight, you know, and uh, you know we see this 
troll turns to stone and then he has to you know uh power drive it into like bits of piece into gravel to hide it and then of course they bring a bear in right and plop it down and it's like okay like you know these tourists got killed and so they blame it on bear attacks you know so it's like a big government uh cover up so yeah you know the, the fucking the russian the gov- guys the government guy comes in with the <laughs> he's got like bear paw fucking yeah. shoes and and sticks that he yeah he walks with like bear paws on his feet and then has like these sticks with bear paws on the end of them and he he makes yeah. fake bear tracks all around the bear body and shit <laughs> It's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And the Russian. The, oh no, it was the Polish guy. Is the Polish painting company yes. or something? Yeah. They come the in Polish painting company. with a fucking dead bear that they buy off of them. This is They're like Ukrainian the bear's not even native. Bear. To, it's not even native <laughs> yeah. around here. They're like, exactly. oh, nobody really knows that much about bears. And he's like, I know that much about bears. I fucking know. Yeah, this it's, is Ukrainian so awesome, black right bear. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. I know. Oh, it was so good, man. I, I'm telling you, like. Um, and the, well, all the trolls yeah. are obviously all done with, with CGI and digital effects, but because mm-hmm. of the fact that this is done in a found footage, it looks yes. really, really good. Yeah, like shaky he, cams kind of stuff and like running through the forest and like they put night vision and just staring at them, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just just done really well. And like I said, the the the, the big, uh, the Jorgen troll or whatever they call it, the Johan or so, I forgot what it was, but the mega, tr- I mean, this thing was like 100 feet tall. You know, they were these were yeah. mo- these were big ass trolls. You know, um, yeah, that was like whole the fight big, scene was. It was like the big uh, robot camels from Star Wars, whatever those yeah. things are. Like ATSTs. Yeah, yeah. At, I knew that. Uh, uh, well. Adats, sorry, yeah, Adats, uh, all-terrain attack transport. But yeah, yeah. Yes. it was like that big where they're <laughs> literally driving underneath the feet, trying not to get stomped on by it. Yeah, it was so fucking big. It was huge, man. Mm-hmm. I, I just, oh my god, I, I've watched this several times. And it gets it gets better every single time. It really does. Um, I didn't mind that it was in subtitle. You know, uh, I thought it was pretty funny. You know, yeah. the, the people in it were funny. The acting was, uh, to me, was great. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, because there's a lot of kind of weird stuff that they just throw in, and and these people have to accept like that they have to put this stink all over their body. Yeah. Or yeah. The, the thing about that you have to. You, you absolutely have to not be a Christian because the trolls yes. can smell Christian blood. They can, they can, yeah, exactly. And then the one guy's like, oh, we're so fucked. We're so fucked. And like, why? He's like, because I'm a Christian. I didn't tell yeah, you secretly yeah. I'm a Christian. And they're like, you yeah. fucking asshole. You killed us all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, with the, when that cameraman goes, they get a new one and, she, and they ask her, are you uh, a religious? Are you Christian? She goes, I'm Muslim. And the and guy asked the troll hunter, uh, the trolls um, eat Muslims. He goes, "We'll find out." <laughs> you yes, know, like, I don't know. Gonna... We'll find out. Yeah, yeah I don't awesome. know. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, that was that was definitely pretty funny. Yes, um, and the 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 special effects are great. The mm-hmm. the the camera for being a handheld camera too is actually not horrible. Like they they had a good sort of steady cam kind of thing yes. going where it wasn't just you know a shitty like digital camera or something that they were it wasn't around it wasn't all fucked up yeah it wasn't cloverfield or quarantine's type of uh shaky cam mm-hmm. this was a little bit a little bit more steady yeah right uh but i don't know is there anything that you really could like fault in the movie or anything that you didn't like because i know that we both like this one quite a bit yeah um other than the t- subtitles because i hate reading movies right but uh you know sometimes it just works you know you get into the the yeah the native uh and you can't atmosphere. help that, really, right? You can't help it too much. Um, I mean, I guess you could uh, learn Norwegian. 
Yeah, exactly. Does they have that on Rosetta Stone? <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna go learn Norwegian real quick so I can watch this movie. You know, um, we always like. I, I know we out here every time. If you're, are you German? Then you must. Your name must be this. If you're French, your name must be this, right? It's like Norwegian. Oh, what is your name, Hans? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it's like, <laughs> of course, his name was Hans. The troll hunter's name was Hans. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So, and and there's a lot of J's in their names. <laughs> exactly. Can't pronounce it, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Um, I I just I just really enjoyed the setup. I really enjoyed like everything about it. Now, if I if uh. Because they were going, I don't know. I, it, I'm, I'm kind of stuck on trying to find something where I was like, man, that that should have been tweaked a little bit more or whatever. But uh. right, yeah. The only thing I could really criticize of it is that it, it could have maybe been about five or ten minutes shorter. Mm, okay. For for a found footage movie, and then I think it was what like an hour and forty minutes or something. Yeah. Oh, and a lot uh, of it was just kind yeah. of still shots and stuff that they could have trimmed thirty seconds here and thirty seconds there or whatever. So. Yeah, and I really did not understand the ending, the very last two minutes of the movie. I didn't understand. I still don't understand what happened. Why did the dude just take off, and then we just cut and said, "Oh, these guys were never found again." And the uh, oh yeah 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 has, yeah that was yeah, it was they, very wonky. Yeah, I was like, uh, he was scratched by the trolls. They knew the trolls had rabies, so did he get raped? But he gave him a tetanus. I don't know. I did. It wasn't clear, but I. Um, well, yeah, because you would think if the footage was found, the way that they left it was the government agent guy was chasing him, basically about to catch him and get the tapes back. Yeah. So you would think he would have just got the tape and then destroyed it, but somehow but the tapes they, were then found. Yeah, but they filmed so, actual trolls. There's no question behind it. Like, there's no right denying it right um mm-hmm. that would be like the only thing i'd really like a couple times when i've seen this movie i didn't i still kind of like well, why did he take off i don't understand why he just took yeah, off. yeah so yeah that was that was definitely a little bit janky at the end i yeah. agree I, I feel like they should have had something where like a troll came and fucking just, like a troll or, came out and just killed both of them or something yeah that or like I said, when the, the like the like, agency was pulling up, where maybe they were shooting at him. If they were starting to shooting at him, that would be different. Like, oh, I gotta get, I, I gotta get the footage, and I've gotta leave, right? But yeah, there just seemed to be no threat and no rhyme or reason why he would just run from the people who should just save him there. They should have just had him get walloped by a troll once they yeah he came to get the tapes, and then he was chasing the guy, and then a troll just came and fucking demolished all of Something them like at the same that. time. Yeah, that there'd be awesome. some yeah some sort of closure like that, right? So that would be <laughs> right. my, my only complaint. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was the, the, the one part when he had to get the blood sample and he oh, puts yeah. on all this fucking armor stuff yeah. and I don't understand why, like he, he's trying to get the, the, the troll to come up onto the bridge, but the troll sticking his arm up, I would have just stuck the thing in his fucking arm and tried to get it there. Right. But he gets yeah. the whole, the whole troll up onto the bridge and then he's like, okay, I got this syringe. I'm just going to take some Walk blood from you where I'm wearing all this this armor and then the the troll just fucking backhands him against the railing and he goes flying and <laughs> gets wrecked basically yeah. and then tries to eat him and he can't eat him because he's covered in armor yeah oh exactly I, I maybe there just wasn't a good plan of getting troll blood who knows or I know. it was just so funny when he got hit he just yeah. was he got fucking ragdolled basically <laughs> yep. <laughs> like yeah awesome. <laughs> and that troll was awesome right it had one arm like yeah. one arm fused inside him it was just great how like none of the trolls were really um set like there was no very specific looking troll they were all different mm-hmm. yeah 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 that was cool yeah but that was funny though <laughs> i just got bitch slapped it's like whoosh. <laughs> he did he got bitch slapped and then uh-huh. <laughs> i love how the troll tried to eat him but uh yeah in order to get the blood sample he he uh shot him with the flashlight which it made him explode 
to mm. get the and he goes well at least they got my blood sample <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know which i don't know why that that was a terrible plan <laughs> and also exactly. he's he somehow acquired a large amount of christian blood yeah oh but i mean gallons of it right what is this <laughs> i'll lure him out with christian blood blood from a christian yeah it's like whoa <laughs> <laughs> there's some darkness going on there yeah uh no i uh, other than just the length and that ending being a little bit mm-hmm. off like the rest of the movie is is just amazing it's great yeah and I, I have a hard time finding too much fault and this was my first time watching but definitely yeah. something i'm going to watch several times again myself and yes. i ended up giving this one a nine out of ten nice so just took a little bit off of those couple things but yeah yeah i'm uh i'm right there with you man nine a solid nine nice. i've watched it a few a few times and and now i'm watching with other people i'm like okay you got to watch this movie you know you gotta sit and watch yeah, it it's yeah. just so good it's so surprising that it was good you know yeah. like reminds me of you know like uh, it starts like off like any other bigfoot kind of movie any other uh, monster in the deep or whatever like i said when i first saw this on netflix i saw the I saw the um, the picture or the uh, the I guess the uh, artwork to it, and had you know a car driving in, big troll sitting standing there, and I'm like, ah, they're not gonna show a troll, like they're not gonna show it. It's gonna be one of those hearsay movies of like, oh, there's something out there, maybe we got footage. But I love the fact like right away, it, it just goes balls out, man. It's like, nope, this is you're you're gonna see it all, and I was like, yeah, okay, hey. I like this, and I was and, and I bought it, and I it, because like you said, how it was. Um, shot and how how well you know they didn't just overly do the shaky cam stuff it was just kind of shot really well acted mm-hmm. really well you just bought into it and everything had an explanation to it too you know like the troll with three heads why does it have three heads well it's not really two like as one main head and the other two are pretty just there for show mm-hmm. or for like you know to attract the female or something like that so I know. it was kind of fun how you know it was all facts it was based on facts Oh yeah, based yeah, on fiction, yeah. right? Yeah, so. Well, yeah, there was a lot of mythology and stuff, like I was saying before, where he he knew all the stuff that he could tell them about the the history and and his history with the situation, and he had like a pretty dark history with the whole troll situation as well, and mm-hmm. so it was cool to to hear all that. You almost kind of get sucked in, like, oh, this yes. is this is like a real thing. I'm like, you feel like you're watching some sort of documentary or something almost. Yeah, and unlike but it's, um, but it's not living a fake among us. No, and <laughs> unlike Living Among Us, I actually really like the characters in this fil- in this film. Yes, yeah. You know, the the kids, they weren't annoying, you know. They had like their banter together worked. Yeah. You know, it just it just everything worked, you know. And the only one that was telling them to stop recording was the government guy, which <laughs> makes, it makes a lot more sense that he doesn't want them recording. <laughs> but then he only said it once, and he just kind of like, oh, whatever. I, like he goes, you're no way in hell you're keeping those tapes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's uh, that's cool. We'll have to maybe do do a uh, a group watch or something with that one sometime. Be fun, yeah, absolutely. Online, that's a good group watch one too. Yep. All right, so that will bring us to the halfway point of this episode here. So I think we're going to take a quick break, play a little Halloween themed music, and come back to talk about our next three movies. On Halloween, I'm dressing up all in brown and going trick-or-treating around this town. And people ask me what I am as I stand upon their stoop. The simple answer that I give will be, I am poop. Some kids dress as demons, others dress as 
as ghosts But I'm dressing as the thing that scares people the most Just think of how they check their shoes to be sure When they notice the disgusting smell of dog manure Poop causes fear, poop causes fright I'd hate to wake up to find poop in my bed at night I'll get M&M's, Milky Ways, and Reese's Pieces Cause everyone will be so afraid of the kid dressed up as feces On Halloween I'm dressing all in brown And going trick or treating around this town If people ask me what I am as I stand upon their stoop The simple answer that I give will be I am poop Poop, poop a poop, 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 poop. All right, we are back for the second half of our show here. And to get us started is going to be our Halloween theme movie, which Marco is going to introduce for us. Yes, 2004's Satan's Little Helper. And the synopsis is a naive young boy unknowingly becomes the pawn of a serial killer. So basically. Yes. That's exactly what happens. Right. <laughs> so yeah, this is our, our uh, Halloween pick. And like you said last week, this is directly tied to Halloween. I mean, this takes place during Halloween. The entire movie is Halloween. There's no mistake about it. Um, you got the vibe. It's all there. It's not subtle. It's not just a Halloween party where no one's dressed up. So yes. yeah, this is our most Halloween movie uh, to date so far. So I appreciated that the hell out of this movie. Right. Um, well, the, 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 the nice thing this this thing does with the Halloween thing is it really leans into the really the the naivety of mm, everybody yes. to the whole situation where they just think, oh, that's a that's a really good Halloween effect. Oh, this is right. a, a good Halloween thing. Like everything is well disguised as being some sort of Halloween decoration or Halloween costume yeah. or whatever, which yeah. I think is really cool. Yeah, when um. When our killer here is, you know, taking bodies outside and propping them up like a Halloween decoration, everybody just goes, oh, that's kind of cool. Because yeah, it's yeah. exactly, uh, that's how we would act. Right. You know, if I saw a dead body on the floor during Halloween, I and beside the smell or whatever, I wouldn't really no, no. say anything. I'm just mm -hmm. like, wow, how real, you know? Yes. <laughs> so that, 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 so this movie had that going for it where, you know, the, our killer here could do things and plain sight in front of people and, and just chalk it up to Halloween. Right. Um, so, okay. So you've seen this movie, right? This is my first time watch. Of yeah. I've seen movie. it a bunch and, of times. This okay, is another cool. family favorite. Yeah. So it was definitely fun, man. This movie was absolutely fun. Like, uh, um, oh, yeah. you know, it just had some very cool comedic uh, moments to it. It, uh, like I said, that premise is really cool as this boy. Now this is like I said, this is not your normal family. Cause I don't know about a normal family, uh, chalking your kid's obsession with Satan and hell and feeding that obsession. Right. You know what I mean, like, is Satan going to be there? I don't know. Maybe will Satan bring me toys? Kind of like, like almost like a Santa Claus figure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Amanda Plummer is in it. And yes. She is amazing in the movie. I know. Like, such a great... Oh, God. She, she's so good in it. She's so good. So, you know, uh, this this boy is obsessed with this video game called Satan's Little Helper, and he dresses like like a little devil thing, and they go pick up their... Um, his, his sister from, I guess, from college. They live on an island, and so... Um, they're picking her up for Halloween because that's like the family's holiday, right? There's this whole mm -hmm. there's this whole setup. So you know, 
she brings a, a boyfriend where the kid doesn't like and you know he kind of fights her on it or whatever so you know unbeknownst to the boy there's you know the a real killer out there doing things which the boy thought thinks it's satan it's real oh my god there's my master he keeps calling master satan is that you you know and his serial killer is like oh you know he doesn't speak but he's you know dressed in like a demon costume and he's like shakes his head yes you know and so the boy starts uh you know going with him on his um Killing, killing spree. spree yeah yeah uh, chalking up points like is that worth 20 points is that worth because like the video yes. game right so yeah just <laughs> very cool like even the serial killer is confused like why is this boy following me why is this boy so obsessed with the devil and hell and you know we're come to the mm-hmm. basement this is where hell is is this what hell's like is it you know it's like <laughs> oh yeah yeah well it's it's it's, it's completely ridiculous hell. because this kid is so out of touch with reality that he just yeah. thinks that this is oh this is exactly the same as the video game where I'm actually hurting real humans. Uh, right. And and like the the line for that is so immediately blurred that of course it's it's just be- unbelievable. But <laughs> yeah, this this is an example of the type of thing that you want to see in these Halloween movies where they just they go over the top. It's completely unbelievable, and you're just supposed to roll with <laughs> you that just go and with just it. have fun. Yeah. 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 You know, and it doesn't try to be too serious. It doesn't try to like right. develop anything too much. Like, oh, the the sister and brother are close. Okay, cool. Oh, the mom's kind of a, a wacko. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. They seem like they're fun people. Like, it's not right. This big family drama or anything. They're just like, yeah, we're here to fucking have fun. A hundred percent. That's what it was. That's the vibe of it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, man, how fun that family would be to kind of like hang out with and stuff. And uh, yeah, and they go through this know. whole thing of of making their Halloween costumes, and they're both like mm-hmm. in acting school, so it's this yeah. big thing to them to dress up and pretend to be some other thing. And they even play yeah. on that where the killer then pretends that he's the boyfriend because they they mm-hmm. go off to the costume store. Which yeah, the brother doesn't one, want one him my... in around, so he. <laughs> <laughs> wants Satan to kill the boyfriend, you know? Right. And, and that's so one of like, my favorite yeah. things is he, he takes him to the costume store because he's like, I'll dress up like Satan. Yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. Let's go to the costume store and he's going to have <laughs> the Satan guy kill him while they're out of the house. Yeah. And they go to the costume store and he just buys an old man head. And hey, he's like, oh, this reminds me of my father and my father was a dick and he used to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, cool. That works as Satan. Let's go. Yeah. And I'm like, how is that fucking a Satan costume? It's just an old man mask. Exactly. It's so fucking dumb. And but then yeah, the so real the, Satan beats the shit out of him. Outside. Right. And, the, and then he just pretends that he's the the boyfriend and then goes back home yeah. with them. And, and then it gets a little bit weird and sexual assaulty and yeah, yeah. And, and whatever. But it just, you know, makes you hate Satan even more. He's kind of like right. groping the girlfriend and groping the mom. and In front of the kid and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But before he does that, he he takes the guy in the old man mask and props him up as a Halloween decoration. <laughs> and we get probably and one then, of the greatest cat kill scenes of all time. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he takes a cat and smashes it against the wall and uses the blood to write boo on the wall. That's <laughs> <laughs> so absurd. I know we're so sick funny. for laughing, people. I know there's a lot of cat lovers out there, but you know something? It's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't a real cat when he smashed it against the wall. No, absolutely not real. But um, <laughs> it's always funny because, like, um, you know, I think you've made we've, we've made mention from our very first podcast was like, you know, does this have a good cat killing scene? And, and yeah, so, like, right. every you know, most of the movies we're watching now, the cat killing scenes are ramped up. You know, so yeah, I feel like there was a cat killing in last episode, one of the movies that I forgot to mention, but I there was. 
Uh, I don't remember what it was. I can't remember now, but, but yeah, our, it absolutely was. Uh, but yeah, that's great. And then, you know, it, it, it again plays on the whole Halloween narrative of, well, this guy is an actor and it's Halloween, so he's being yes. this character. And, right. And the family kind of just rolls along with it and lets like, him man, he's hang a around actor. the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, this guy's good. He's got, just gets he so really ridiculous. into the role. Yeah, he's really into the role. Yeah. Uh, and and the guy just keeps ramping up his level of being a shithead and right. endears himself more and more to the kid. And they're they're playing the video game together. And then yeah. you, you mentioned you mentioned the thing about how many points do I get for killing this person and killing that person? <laughs> yeah, one of the best is when they go to the grocery store. <laughs> the and my- buy all, buys all the weapons and stuff, and then they just yeah. steal it. <laughs> Yeah, he just steals it, and then they go on to like the kit, like the montage of uh, um um running over people. Like the uh, pregnant lady was fifty points. Yeah, the baby, <laughs> the baby stroller was fifty, yeah. and the blind guy was like twenty points. I mean, it, it's just they were like in a parking lot, just running people over with the cart, and the kid is racking up the points, and it's like such yeah, a fun tongue and cheek. He's cheering thing. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until so and yeah, until it got real. You know what I mean? Like. You know, the kid, seeing all the stuff, all the violence and stuff like that, you know, um, he's he's chalked it up as, oh, it's all fake. You know, the kid, of mm-hmm. course, the kid wasn't rooting on real killings until it got real, until, you know, um, until the, the Satan wouldn't stop, you know. And then right. he actually saw him kill somebody in front of him. And he's like, oh, shit, it's real. I was playing. Yeah, well, and then the kid. <laughs> and it became his mom and his sister, too. So then. Now all yeah. of a sudden he's like, oh, well, now you can't kill my mom and sister. It was funny when we ran over a pregnant lady and a blind man. <laughs> And a baby. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, no one cares exactly. about babies. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, as long as you don't touch my family, everything's cool. But, uh, yeah. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was. I think I was laughing through the whole movie. I really was. I, I, I was just, in, I was just, oh, yeah, it. yeah. It was, it was absolutely fun. Well, it's yeah. another example of a movie where, they're trying their best to make something and their best is is just comically entertaining yeah 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 so they're not trying to be bad actors they're trying to be good actors and it's Mm -hmm. it's like kind of so bad that it's good yeah because like yeah there's just like i said there's so many nuances right like the like the bully kids which i thought i thought they were gonna get it but they didn't um Mm -hmm. you know yeah um, he just scared the shit out of them by hanging somebody in front of them Oh yeah, that's right. They hung, <laughs> they hung somebody. The guy threw somebody out the window. The old lady out the window hung her. Yeah. And the and the kids dressed as ninjas went up to the kid dressed as a devil on Halloween and made fun of his costume. Meanwhile, I know. these three were the same. Like they were the same ninja. They wouldn't even differentiate. You know, they were just like three ninjas making like fun they, of the devil kid. They pulled up on him and they're like, "What are you supposed to be?" And I'm like, <laughs> "What are these kids fucking stupid? Yeah, Do they no. not recognize a devil?" Uh, I mean, come on! It's <laughs> what are you supposed to be? Like, oh, That's funny. I know. They're yeah, they deserve to get killed. Yep, yep. And uh, unfortunately, the one the one person that I wanted to get killed in the movie doesn't is the the little kid himself. He's such a little. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I wanted him to die so bad. Oh man! Our, our um, main little boy character. I don't even remember his name. Douglas, right? Douglas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God! Yeah. Fucking the, little Dougie. Yeah, because he. At the end, when Satan wasn't uh, doing it for him, he turned to God and he prayed for Jesus to come or God to come and help his family. And you know, yeah. and of course, uh, the of course in the in the movie again, uh, uh, our killer in the movie strips the the 
the devil disguise and goes for a Jesus disguise. You know what I mean? So yeah, and then the kid falls for it again. Yeah, he God falls damn for it. it, kid. He fell for it all through the movie. It's like this. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, Amanda Plummer is his mom, so exactly. She <laughs> so can't be too normal. I wonder how much that is her real, like in real life. I you know. know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Have you ever seen So I Married an Axe Murderer? Yes. That's yes. like one of her her really shining roles. Yeah, she's exactly. Awesome in that movie. I, I love her, man. She's cause she's great, and she's yeah, she's uh very over the top. But um, you right. know, even even to the point where, you know, um, <laughs> she they go to the biggest swingers Halloween party ever held by the parents. These are you know older people, and they have the Halloween party that they go to, and it's like again, everybody there is you know you know it's a swinger party. It, it's just because right. there are comments of you know, yeah, exactly. No kids, all adults, all weirdos, you know, <laughs> dresses. Uh, it's great. And, like, uh, she's there. Amanda Plummer's there. But, again, she's she's all bound up and tied and uh, tape over her mouth. But it's just she's so funny just even when she's being tortured. I know. And then th- that was cool because they go to the party and then the, the Satan pretends to be her husband. Yeah. And just tapes over her mouth or whatever. And then yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, what are you supposed to be? Uh, uh, taped up fucking Chiquita. <laughs> Yeah, Chiquita. Banana or something. Exactly. I'm like, these That's people are so stupid. Yeah. The husband, and then the devil is like, yep. Or shakes his head, yep. And they just all buy it, you know. I know. And then he, yeah. po- he poisoned the punch so they all died anyways. Yeah, so, so like this. those people. Exactly. So, again, <laughs> exactly. Um, was this a real Was this a real supernatural killer? Or was this a serial killer on the loose? Because he caused, of course, he took that entire town, that entire island, and turned mm-hmm. it into chaos. Killed all the police. Everybody's out there looting because there's no police protection. Uh, right. Kills everybody at the party. He kills, you know, he's just out there killing. And of course, you know, that was the ramp up of the movie, right? Um, mm-hmm. But there's a there's a certain point where you know he even shot his own hand. But I mean, his hand he could survive that. I'm just saying. But was this a real killer or is this a supernatural force? Right. You know. Uh, yeah, they that, never do tell us. Up, right. It's kind of left up to your imagination, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they even have the red herring guy where the the guy that used to be the arsonist got out of prison or something. Yes. I forget what his name was, but they yeah. were like, oh, it, it must be him because he was just in jail for arson, so now he's right. all of a sudden a serial killer. Yeah. I oh, so, think he it burned... works that way. <laughs> because his trademark is fire, and yeah. um, the devil dude burned down the police station, but and didn't burn anything like else fire. down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Duh. Well, you know, <laughs> that's, what he's, that's what he's gonna do. But yeah. Uh, but no, it, I think uh, we could probably wrap this one up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I remember seeing this one like on TV way back when it was a newer movie, and I don't even remember what channel or whatever. It's because it's it's got some swearing and some nudity and stuff in it, yeah. so it's obviously not just a TV movie. Right. But I always thought it was funny back then. Been watching it with my kid for a couple of years, and we we. You know, love this as one of our Halloween favorites mm-hmm. for good reason. It's got a lot of horror and Halloween in it. So, yeah, it yeah. kind of checks off both of those boxes. Obviously, not very great production value. <laughs> right. uh, not a great uh, cast of, of actors or anything. You know, it's it's meant to be a bad movie in a way. But right. I still really love this one. I find it super entertaining. And I give this one a 7 out of 10. Nice. Yeah, man. Um, I'm almost there with you. I have it. At, I have it at a seven and a half, um, which is right around nice. the same. Yeah, a little, yeah. a little bit, a little bit more. I had to give it that half point. Um, I think it's just because of kind of the originality of of 
the story where yeah. like it, the kid obsessed with the video game and they almost like playing it in real life kind of stuff and then uh-huh. um and like and like what redeeming for the kid yes he was annoying but the fact that yes this is you look at this kid and you're obsessed with the devil and satan and or it's the same thing and hell and all that stuff but he redeems himself and like um okay i know it's all bad now now i'm gonna go <laughs> now i'm gonna pray to jesus and mm-hmm. that was just kind of funny like you know yes that's that you know the kid being a kid and that right. gullible like he believes in everything but it was funny. It was just kind of like a, a thing where, like, okay, not everybody can believe that this kid, and they're just catering to him as, like, they're just feeding it to him. Hey, look at what I got. I got you a pet uh, or a statue of Satan to put in your room. You know, we're going to carve 666 in your wall. It was like, it was like, to that, <laughs> and I'm glad that they didn't go that far. You know what I mean? Here, why don't you play some of your like records a, backwards? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just seemed like everybody was just catering this kid's obsession with the devil, you know? Which, hey, I know. I, I'm okay with it. That's, that's, I'm okay with it, but at the same time, telling a story, it's kind of like, okay, um, all right, kid, you know, it, it's a video game, mm-hmm. you know, there's, you, you still got to pay your bills, all right. So um, that's why I kind of went up a little bit, like on a, a seven half scale, was just I like yeah, the story yeah. a little bit, but yeah, but yeah, man, well, fun, fun movie, it, and I, uh, yeah, it's good because it it all sort of works. Like if you obviously suspend your disbelief of sure. all the stuff even taking place or, or this kid not believing that it's real or whatever is going on there. Right. It uh, it all kind of circles back around and, and works well as as a movie structure, I feel like. It, it Yeah. It comes around, it takes a few twists, it does some creative things with, with uh, you know, concealing the uh, identity and stuff and then ultimately ends up not really telling you who it was. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's still a mystery, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. Like I said, I I would revisit this again if it was on uh, TV and stuff, especially because it is a Halloween movie. It's yeah, well, it's a good one for this time of year for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so now we will move to our next movie is going to be my movie that I had seen before and wanted to bring to the show to talk about, which is going to be Wolf Creek. Came mm-hmm. out in 2005, and the story is three backpackers stranded in the Australian outback are plunged in a hellish nightmare of insufferable torture by a sadistic, psychopathic local. Yes, There's a lot of tough, a lot of hard words to say in that one. Yeah, it was oh, that shit. was a tough one. <laughs> I'm glad you got it. All right. Uh, so I, I think I had told you when I watched this, I was like, man, I don't remember this movie at all. Right. But I know I saw it. So. It was kind of like watching it uh, all over again for the first time. Okay. Um, I, I will say some of the stuff of this movie I was mistaking for what's in the second movie. I had a little bit of that mm, fir- okay. first and second movie confusion yes. going on. Yeah, because there is a sequel to it, and um, I'd never seen either of them, so this was like a first thing, first time. Right, right. Yeah. So in a way, watching it this time, I felt a little bit, almost bummed out like oh man this isn't the one that, uh, oh damn it oh darn oh <laughs> so I was, I, I was trying to trying to get over that a little bit because i think the second one this is like an, a classic example of of you know this is a very i don't want to say subtle but it, it's kind of subtle in a way of a, of a serial killer type of thing you know there's not a high body count sure it gets, it gets pretty intense and whatever but it's a long kind of slow stalk it takes a little bit to get moving yeah and <clears throat> The second movie has none of that. It's just right into fucking him chopping motherfuckers up and 
and high body count and carnage and so. yeah i have a theory on this movie okay um okay and like you've seen the second one now, now i'm i want to see the second and see if i'm even even close to this theory okay so mm. um yeah this basically on paper this is a serial you know uh tourist traveling in the countryside of australia going from one coast to the other i think and camping along the way come across a guy where the car breaks down they come across a guy ends up being a, a, a you know huge serial killer whatever so but there's a there's a subplot to this movie which is the wolf creek itself okay um the meteor site mm-hmm. so they the, they have this meteor site right. that they're going there now there they stayed you know at the beginning of the film he did like a little ghost story of like you know somebody being abducted by aliens kind of stuff now they go to this meteor site uh, they start talking about like why here, you know, why would the meteor strike here? And they say, like, well, it's just like lightning, blah blah blah, a little bit. So now their watches die, their car dies, and this causes the, the our killer to come rescue them and tow them back to his camp where he befriends them and then ends up, you know, uh, torturing them and killing them and stuff. So okay. the, my my theory is this place, this Wolf Creek, is there something to it? Is there something supernatural or something alienistic to that place that allows the serial killer? to pretty much hunt the grounds and be undetected because you know of course we know there's a part two and he survives this you know the killer survives to go into the second one mm-hmm. um but he's not captured and nobody can find him they can't even lead him back to his his hideout which is like an old abandoned mine shaft because you know everybody at like a camp outside and, and, and I, my theory is because of the um supernatural powers of wolf creek keeps him hidden keeps him from being detected and of course you know it's the he even says like you know the 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 stuff he used to drug his victims is the rainwater mm-hmm. coming off the mountain tops and stuff and maybe that's all because be you know uh caused from the meteor now am i close from the second movie does the second movie give you any more hints of that or am i just kind of reading into it but the, i mean the movie had all those elements to it I, I don't rem- I don't remember a ton about that besides some of more of the the carnage type stuff that stands out to me. But I okay I want to say that that's not necessarily a part of it. Okay, but I mean from that, am I close as far as saying that the meteor has something to do with this killer being around and um, no, pretty much keeping him hidden? I don't. I think it's just the fact that it's such a desolate area keeps him hidden. And then he was saying. Like the place where he was set up at was like a, a place that people had just abandoned out there. Right. And I think that that's, he he's just kind of like transient and because hmm. I like the fact and that whatever, it was, and that yeah. keeps him, and I, there huge... must be something with the crater thing about how the, the, the watches stop or whatever. It's got to yeah. be something magnetic well, or something weird there. Well, or like something. I, yeah. Cause I chalked it up to like, nobody, you can't even t- do compasses because the meteor kills all electronics and kills all magnetic fields and everything. Right. And it makes them go haywire where the guy can just kind of, you know, use it as his hunting ground. And that's how yeah, I, I mean, kind of, I mean, he, he it might, it yeah. might be more scientific, but I don't think there was ever anything necessarily supernatural or alien to it. I think it, exists in a more grounded universe okay. and i watched some of the tv series which was was still very much grounded and and in that one i want to say he was even a little bit more in town and and like mm. more exposed to the people oh I, so there was a australian I, tv show that like, uh it us? was it was on shutter and it started on oh. like fx or something oh okay or something like that but or maybe Sci-Fi Channel or some some TV show like that where it was like a mini series. Yeah, yeah. 
but I think it was even a prequel. So okay. it took place before this, and he was a little bit more in public eye. Gotcha. And and sort of known where now he's more nomadic and out and hidden away from everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the 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 one thing with this one is it does really kind of take a while to get going, and the people are fine that we're following. They don't have any, the, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're not assholes or annoying or no, obnoxious or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It does take quite a bit to actually get to where anything is even going on. I think it's it's over a half an hour <laughs> before we even see no, what, yeah what the movie's about <laughs> right. exactly yeah yes and so that kind of started to wear down a little bit on me mm-hmm. but then i mean once once mick gets introduced yeah. then it's just all fucking downhill from there so he's a bastard man yeah <laughs> he is a now this is like um you know there there's uh the movies where you have serial killers who are who love what they do you know mm-hmm. the sadistic one man army kind of stuff and then you've got the serial killer movies that they're tortured they hear voices or whatever it is right so um mm-hmm. this is definitely not that one this is a very sadistic person who you know rape he's very rapey he's very you know he probably eats them i think he probably cannibalizes them too um you know uh, just just a bad bad person that you do not want yes. to get in his clutches because and he's got an arson he, he's a survivor too and he you know he he knows how to shoot, hunt. You can't get mm-hmm. away from him, and that's scary as shit, you know. And uh, right, and yeah, man, like that. That I really was like very, very fearful for our people that were following. Yes, like it does. It is a little slow because at first, like that first half an hour of the movie, I'm like, what am I watching? What are we doing here? Like, what what's going on? You know, because yes, I, uh, this is my first watch. And uh, then when it got into, it, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, even mm-hmm. to the point where. He takes the people back to camp and he's feeding them and he's giving them water and he's telling they're like kind of he's being a little creepy, kind of a little bit, you know, uh, mm-hmm. weird. But you don't know until the people wake up and they're hogtied and, you know, into the shed and stuff. And you're like, right. oh, I see. I see exactly what's going on. You know, right, right. <laughs> so, and it's just relentless, man. This movie is it's relentless where it gets you nervous. Right. Like when the when the girls are trying to escape and stuff, it's like. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He never stops. He he right. know you know they're on his turf. Yes. They're in his backyard. He knows all the shit. He knows where everything is. He knows all the tricks. Mm-hmm. And they're just tourists, so yeah, they don't know what the hell they're doing or where they're going or anything. Yeah, and the movie starts where it says what thirty thousand people go missing in Australia every year, and ninety percent are recovered, but that ten percent or something like that, you know, and and then like mm. a certain percent are tourists, and this is based on true events. Of course, it has that based on true uh, facts or, or events or whatever, because um, that's why I always like chalk this up. Like, there's something, there's something else there. It might, like I said, I might just be trying to headcanon this a little bit further, but like to me. Why show that like there was an eclipse? Why show that there was a crater at all? You know, if at the end of this film the guy gets away and he goes to authorities and they're like, well, there's no evidence to prove anything, um, but there's still no evidence that we can hold you because the girls are still missing. That's the only right. thing that's prevalent, but they can't even find anything where this guy talked about. They can't find the mine shack again, and that's why I'm I'm thinking like, God, they're in my head. I'm thinking, okay. There's something that's got to be done for this. Like this crater is hiding this guy, and like you know, it, like I said, it, scientific whatever. Um, yeah, it just maybe. adds it adds to it a little bit for me. It, like I want it to be because it adds a little bit more of that right. mystery. Like the because this meteor crater exists, this guy's able to kind of really live off the grid. I know it's like in the middle of absolute nowhere, but it helps where 
you can't mm. use any tools to find him. Therefore, everybody's stories are uncredited because they can't get to any sure, evidence. Yeah. You know, so. I guess we have to watch the second one now. Yeah. And figure this out. Yes. I'm or curious. it might just it might just go completely away from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could be, you know, but like I said, why put it in the movie then? You know, like, uh-huh. I mean, it was a, there was a scene of the eclipse and everything, and, you know, I'm sitting there going, okay, I like that. A little bit of an alien force, you know, at work here, maybe, of uh, the mm-hmm. myster- mysteries of the space, you know. Um, they had the campfire, the alien abduction. There was, like, a bunch of little subtle hints here and there of this movie, which, me, it made it better for me. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it a lot better because... In the back of my head, I'm like, what's the connection? You know what I mean? And uh, right. it, and, and very well could be just coincidental. It could be like, ah, there is none. It's just a serial killer movie. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I never like, thought of it so much that way. I'll have to I'll have to watch it like thinking from that angle of it a little bit too hmm. and see how that works for me. But uh, yeah, it, it's unfortunately that the, the guy is so awesome, but he only yeah. has just these couple people that he's really going after, and so he doesn't get to do that much. I feel like it's it's just a right. lot of him being threatening or trying to kill people. I mean, he you know he snipes a couple people later and whatever. Right, but, right. Uh, that's that's where the the second one does pick up is you get to see a lot more of him being this this uh, killer that he is this mm-hmm. this alpha killer. Yeah, he's a, a great character. He. He's great. Just I love owns it. that role. I know. I love that guy. I love like like. There's even certain things like he he does this little laugh. You know what I mean? Like that. Mm-hmm. that <laughs> you know that Australian typical laugh. I mean, they really play. I mean, of course, it's an Australian movie, but they right. plays it up like that. Um, mm-hmm. They even do the whole crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. This is a knife. But they do it very cautiously. You know, uh, very jokingly. It's not. It's not where they're referencing crocodile Dundee on purpose. You know, this is like very. You know, what was that thing you were making? It's like almost like you were making fun of me. And so here's this, you know, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Nick, give him your wallet. What for? He's got a knife. (laughs) That's not a knife. That's a knife. I love the reference of this guy knowing certain things like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, we're, uh, you know, uh, you ever heard of a head on a stick? You know, in Vietnam, when they wanted to interrogate you, but they wouldn't want you to run away, they would sever your spine like this, and you would do it to the girl, and she's, like, laying there, of course, paralyzed, and he goes, see, head on a stick. You know, I was just, like, <laughs> fucking brutal. Like, I, w- I actually, like, wrote down brutal. Like, this movie is yeah. brutal, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and he's just, he's so comfortable with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. role, too, and that, that level of everything. It feels so natural. Yeah. Which makes it more scary because you're like, man, is this guy really? Yes. Like that, and I'm sure he's probably the nicest guy in the world. But oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Seems so fucking sinister. Yeah, we'll have to reach out to him. <laughs> see right. If we'll, if we'll and this, talk. I know, right? Uh, this, this, this whole like scenery and landscape of this place is fantastic too. Um, yes. Something we also forgot to mention with uh, Troll Hunter is just the mm. the scenery and the landscape, the yeah. th- the long kind of still shots of everything is is just fantastic in this movie shot very well right yes. yeah like the sunsets mm-hmm. you know what i mean like the, it, yeah it, it's just a well done very well done movie mm-hmm. really really like you know, shockingly i'm like i was impressed with the with the overall aesthetics to the film and and how gritty right. it was real dirty and real you know real real you know and um yes yeah and like i said they they hold no punches on this guy's 
this killer and his intentions. You know, he's he's not a person that's you know there to kill and then move on. He's there to capture somebody and keep him hostage for and as long as it takes for you to die. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's gonna do he's gonna do everything to you. You know, like you know, there is some mentions of like he had this um, headless body on the wall, and he's like, you know, she lasted a couple months. You know, until her head fell off. You know, <laughs> it was like right. yeah, stuff, yeah. comments like that. You know, and uh, yeah, man, it, that that makes you very scared because it can because that is a real horror. You know, what I mean, that is a real mm-hmm. thing that that you know definitely takes place in this world. You know. Oh yeah, that so. place had to smell so bad too. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of potty parts. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I I was I was kind of stuck in the middle on two scores here, but then from talking to you, I think I kind of settled in on the higher end of it. Okay. Um I I was leaning towards like a seven and a half because I was feeling a little disappointed that there wasn't as much mm. violence, but then as I'm talking to you I'm kinda of remembering yeah. that, you know, this one's more of the, the subtle type of thing and I can't I can't judge this movie based on what the sequel does. So right, right, right. I have to judge it based on itself, obviously. So I'm going to give this one an eight out of ten. Nice, nice, very cool. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm at eight and a half because I'm like sitting there going, "Wow, what a what a like disturbing yet beautiful movie at the same time." You know, right. um, because it is real life horror, or it, it, it imitates real life horror, and it's like, and it does such a real job at it that you just feel for it. Like, yes, it's a little slow you know, to catch on what the hell is this movie about. And I think, and like I said, I'm thinking there's, there's gotta be some sort of, mm-hmm. you know, subplot going on. But, if, but again, I want to see the sequel, see if there's any mention to it. Then I'm like, yes, there's a, there's a connection here. But, uh, um, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I, I'm at an eight and a half just because of the grittiness and rawness to it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was very definitely. real to me. Yeah. It was cool. All right. Well, that was definitely worth checking that one out. Now yep. we can, now we can move on and see the the second one because yeah, yeah. I, I I don't remember that like I said it's more just the the visceral stuff that I remember of the second mm-hmm. one where I was like yeah here we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah now we get Mick B and Mick <laughs> yeah Mick B and Mick but uh, you also you also want the killer to hurt and die too because he's so you know he's he's so messed up in his ways like like if he if he died in the first I wouldn't. Like, oh man, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, this guy right. just his past horrors are, are enough to get your imagination going. Sure, yeah. All right, well, why don't we move on to our last one here? Cool. So, yeah, this one, okay, so our last movie of the day is um, something that I, on my, have seen and liked. And, and I, I don't think you've seen this movie, or I'm not sure. Um, it's from... I, I saw this one a really long time ago. Okay. Didn't remember a, a lot about it until I was watching it, and then it kind of came back to me as same I'm watching with me. It. Yeah, same with me. It's it's one of those things. Well, actually, no, I, I I lied. It's it's one of those things where I've watched originally, um, forgot about it, and then watched it a couple years back, and I'm like, oh my god, this is actually a really good movie. Um, and it's this from 2000. It's called The Cell, you know, and it stars Jennifer uh, J Lo, Jennifer Lopez, and Vince Vaughn, which is probably the only two bad things about the movie, in my opinion. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, so the synopsis is an FBI agent persuades a social worker who is adept with a new experimental technology, uh, to enter the mind of a comatose serial killer in order to learn where he has hidden his latest kidnapped victim. Um, for the time this was 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 made again, this was like I think this is pre-surgery J Lo, so she had original nose. You know, this is whatever. Um, Vince Vaughn was relatively new in the game, 
Mm-hmm. And um, I thought the movie was very, again, another serial killer movie, right? Um, mm-hmm. But a different premise. Now, we capture the serial killer, but he tortures these victims and he, um, you know, in, in horrific ways, he drowns them, video records them, and, he, and I guess the feed of those gets out. Uh, where he kidnaps his latest victim, but the serial killer has this brain um, disease that put him into a comatose state forever, like whatever. But in the meantime, this, his victim is still out there, and Vince Vaughn is the FBI agent that he's like, okay, well, we still need to find this woman, even though we captured this the, the serial killer. Um, who is also played by one of my... Oh, I'll pull up here. Um, one of my favorite, favorite actors that plays Kingpin in the Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Vincent, uh, God, what was his name? Um, oh, Vincent Dionfrio. Yes, D- Vincent Dionfrio. He he plays the best villains ever, hands down. Um, I think but... it's Vincent D'Onofrio, but I like to say it funny because of the, <laughs> the apostrophe is in a weird spl- place. Yes, Dionfrio. <laughs> You're right, it's D'Onofrio. <laughs> ah, it's funny. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, I, I like these movies that kind of get into this experimental thing where like Jennifer right. Lopez is doing this experimental where she can go inside your mind and talk to you if you're in a comatose state and get mm-hmm. into your world. It's that whole Freddy Krueger kind of stuff, right? Like get into your dreams and you can manipulate it to the way you want and stuff. So um, I, I, I just, that premise right there and then getting into a serial killer's mind and then what this movie did when we got into our, our killer's mind and how... He, you know, you had two versions of it. You had the ultimate evil version of him in his mind. Then he had the innocent child version that was trying to help JLo understand and, and protect as a protector. But then you had this ultra um, vision of himself as the, you know, as the master, which he had the horns on, you know, horns. And he had like this just very, you know, very violent nature to him in his head. And then in the real life killer was tortured. And Vince Vaughn characters as an FBI agent was even saying like, you know, these killings you know, we're finding these bodies it almost seems like he wants to get caught he's he's being tortured or he's torturing himself, you know, he's going through a lot of stuff that we have to stop right. him because he won't stop he, right. he wants us to stop him, he's like leaving these sloppy clues or whatever you know, and like going through the movie where you find out where Vincent's character man is completely tortured from from abuse to his father sexual abuse everything you can name that turned him into this uh you know serial killer that cannot you know function in life and he has to kidnap Mm -hmm. women um bleach them like dolls like treat them like they're you know change their appearance and then have sex with them and stuff and it's just like that torturous soul thing it's not like mick and and uh and wolf creek where he's just a you know an asshole (laughs) serial killer yeah he's Um, getting off on it yes Exactly. So you come to the cell where this is the tortured serial killer, right? The one that hears the voices in his head, the one that can't stop, um, and you know mm-hmm. he can't stop at one victim. So it's that it's that night and day difference of the two serial killer personas. Um, mm-hmm. So again, such a good film. Like it's just visually amazing. I thought visually this movie is great. It's fantastic. Um, you know, without going scene by scene and stuff like that, like. Uh, the only my only complaint is like it said you know Jennifer Lopez is not a great actress okay um, she was great in Selena not so great I, in this movie because she mumbles too much it's like you can't hear her, you know yeah but, I thought she was okay I, yeah I she was okay I didn't notice too much that was off uh, or whatever like I didn't I didn't hate her in the movie yeah I didn't hate her but I was just like oh come on speak up or or have a little bit of emotion to you she didn't have any emotion. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's in certain parts of it. But anyway, that's nitpicking to in my in my um in my book. And like I said, and and Vince Vaughn is just Vince Vaughn. I don't think the guy changes character from any movie he is. He just plays that. You, you're getting him. You know, well, this was like before he was funny. When right, he was just like a regular guy. Yeah, there, I mean, there was a scene where he was like, you know, when when Jay, when Jennifer Lopez uh, goes into the mind, and she, you can get lost at the danger of going to someone's mind you don't know from reality to to uh, uh, a dream sequence, I guess. So she got lost and trapped inside the serial killer's mind. They couldn't get her out of it, so Vince Vaughn had to go in there and do a thing. And he was like, you know, bring something tragic from her past, and so he did it. And then he does the whole comedic, like, you know, you were you know kidnapped or tortured whatever but i'm sorry for saying that you know it was that whole you know vince vaughn character but uh mm-hmm. again very, to me very nitpicky um to the movie because i think uh vincent's performance stole it for me and made it amazing mm-hmm. uh, another one of those disturbing movies because it goes back into the past of like where the kid was being you know abused and um you know how his dad was you know sexualizing uh, women in front of the kid, you know, making them look at, you know, the body parts and like, you know, forcing that stuff. So very disturbing in that real life horror kind of way, mm-hmm. you know. But um, again, it's just it's fantastically visual premise and the plot of the movie is so original that besides Flatliners, you know, uh, being like that kind of original concept of, of bringing things or going into an alternate reality kind of stuff. Um, I, I appreciated that. Like it, it was, it's not. It's more of a drama, I guess, or thriller than it is horror, right? Mm-hmm. And more that, uh, and you know, Science of the Lambs kind of stuff, where you got to find the killer before victim A right. dies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. What do I think about this? Yeah, I think it was okay. <laughs> 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 I actually don't. I don't yeah. have a lot to say about this one okay. other than like it, like I, it's one of these things like I've seen it a few times in the past and like I said as I was watching it, it started coming back to me but it's something where I like a lot of the stuff that they're doing mm-hmm. and I, I like the the stuff on earth I like the story or, or in reality I like all yeah, that yeah. kind of thing I like the idea of how they're getting inside of his head Yeah. but to me all the stuff when they go inside of his head is like a lot of it I, I just don't I'm like, this doesn't add up to me. I don't know why is his inside his brain is like a pink desert and fucking there's an old log and whatever. And she's wearing white and all feathers and I don't know. <laughs> it gets like so weird and I, I don't understand why that's what I'm like. I don't have fucking dreams like that. What is no. this? <laughs> that's not like inside my head. I don't understand. Right, right. Yeah. That well, and that was that, the that was the kid at the beginning, right? Right, that, right. That you're talk- yeah, yeah. But then even inside his head, it's it's like when they, they have the flashbacks of his dad being abusive or whatever. Right. Like, okay, well, that's, you know, that's sort of normal. But then the the weird over-the-top things of of him being a monster inside of his own head and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, it just, it goes like too far out of reality well, I, for yeah, me. I, that makes it a little tough on my taste personally for it. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. Perfect. Yeah, that's and that's fine. Um there was some dialogue in there that Jennifer Lopez went to her first visit inside the head and you saw the mm-hmm. the women turned to dolls and they're like alive and moving in these like little different, you know, red light district cells kind of stuff and then he, she comes to the serial killer who's all sitting on this golden throne and he's got horns and he's got right mm-hmm. and, and she and oh, of course there's the kid running around too and it's like that whole parts of the killer's mind she made mention of it in the movie 
of like you know he's so lost that he do- he doesn't even know who he is anymore like his his victims uh-huh. are these you know or the vi- the vision of himself is so far gone that this monster had taken over you know what i mean because right. it's no longer the guy that they were chasing now it's so right, right. you know stereolite or whatever the word mm-hmm. is you know uh that it's that it's uh, like he's he's lost in his own head he will never come out you know and that's where yeah when she got trapped in there that was the dangers of it and, and he went full you know he went full yeah into it, but it's so. it's it's all the the inside the head stuff that yes yes gets, gets too weird for me but all the in reality stuff like even that whole procedure the the weird skin suit and the suspension and, <laughs> right and the way that they do it like that's cool i, I like the way yeah. that all looks and the science part of it Mm-hmm. And then the police pr- procedural shit is cool. How they are actually trying to find this girl that's yes. held up somewhere, and they eventually figure that out, of course, and go and save her at the last minute before she dies. Right, right. It's like they never get there five minutes before she dies. It's like five seconds before it's she's all- going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just once you want to see someone get there and be like, "Oh, good, five minutes more, and we would have really been screwed." <laughs> Take your time. We got time before this death trap uh, yeah. kicks in gear. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I know that's funny, but no, it's it's uh, it's got a lot of good to it. It was all just in those parts where, and I remember mm-hmm. from when I had saw it before that there was stuff that even you know the flashbacks of when she's talking to him and he's like gutting the woman inside the bathtub and stuff. The stuff where right. it was more realistic, the the stuff where yeah. it shows him being traumatized or his own memories or whatever, like that stuff was great. Yes. And and he's awesome too with the the parts that have him in it. Yes. Like that, he's he's not really in the movie a ton. I feel like because it's all, or or if it's him, it's like a him as a kid or him as like this. Monster oh, I hear you. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. But when he is in it, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he stole the show for me. He really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Um, cause I, like revisiting it again, I was like, man, I just, like, I remember even back in the day, I liked it. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's not one of those like, oh my God, it's the greatest movie ever. Right. But it's just, it was so different yeah. that, that that's why I made the comparison to Flatliners because Flatliners was so different in that, in that aspect of like, here's this original, here's how you take like, you know, um, something in your head or something from your past and you bring it out and you, mm-hmm. you make it real you know, horror and stuff. And it, to me, it just kind of remind me of that, like, you know, Wow, this is this is original. You know, this is kind of original because back then they didn't have a lot of movies like this. You know, no, um, no. especially serial killer movies where it's like, you're, you know, we're not we're not chasing the serial killer through the movie. He's caught early on, and mm-hmm. now you're trying to find through you know through interrogation or whatever, and it's just another means of interrogation to find the last victim. Yeah, it's a yeah. little, a little just, twist it, on there. So it would have been better if they did more more flashback stuff in going into mm-hmm. his head as opposed to um you, you know the weird him being a kid or him being a, a demon or whatever all that kind of stuff for him the having big sweat dreams yeah exactly her uh, her captured and then she turns into the right the kind of pet of his or whatever the fuck that whole weird costume change she does <laughs> yeah um if it, it did like, more of the the flashbacks where it was her getting clues by uh, reliving previous murders he did or something and, and finding out oh the place is here because I saw him take all these other women to this place mm. and I finally figured out what it was or yeah yeah and um the the one thing too it's like again remember like I said with the two different serial killers t- uh, archetypes that you mm. have here this is the very torturous soul that she wanted to save too because she met the boy 
the boy before he became, you know, like the product. You know, he didn't. She didn't mm-hmm. meet the uh, the product. She met the innocent part, and she wanted to save the innocent part. So even after the girl was saved, Jennifer Lopez went into the mind again to try, like, you know, free that soul or free that part of the serial killer's um, head that was in, still in torture. Like, like go be at peace kind of deal. So she took it upon herself to free that aspect of it. You know that he was just a horrible person. You know, but he was a right. byproduct of what how he was raised. You know and again no excuse right but um it's just a little bit more psychology to that part of it which was like different Mm -hmm. and um yeah yeah yeah. uh, but but just like in science of the lands right we all want to see like buffalo bill you know doing his thing you know or right you know um the the hannibal lecture stuff was cool but buffalo bill was even cooler (laughs) yes yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely but no not not terrible though i i didn't uh I was I was kind of just being a jerk about like that's okay. But, that's okay. No, was, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I mean, hey, yeah, it was still pretty good. Yeah, everybody has their taste in movies as far as like what kind of makes you interested in keeping you glued to the t- you mm-hmm. know t- to watch it and stuff you know and um um this one got me uh this one got me because it's 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 just that that dream sequence stuff that I kind of like that more fantasy. You know, just, you know, mm-hmm. when you see the real monster of somebody, not like not the torturous soul, but the monster monster. Yeah. Right. Uh, I ended up giving this one still a six and a half. Okay. Out of ten, which you know, it's it's better than average, but it's not. Yeah. It's not something that I'm going to rewatch very often. You know, probably something that if it if I had to watch it again or something would be fine, but right, right. I'm not uh, seeking it out necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> that that's the thing um, with me too. It's like me, I would probably never have watched it. It's not that I didn't want to. It's just like, oh, I see now, I understand it, whatever. Um, I like talking about it. I like talking about this movie more than I did watching it, right? So yes, um, yeah. And, and like I said, if in book form, this would be amazing. I think. Um, mm-hmm. I gave it an eight and a half because I really, really liked it. I really liked the psychology aspect of it. Um, yeah. Serial killers always fascinate me, and it's like a different twist to it. As far as like we captured him, now let's see how he how he works a little bit, and you kind of mm-hmm. get into that. Even though it's a fictional character, you kind of get into that mindset a little bit. But yeah, um, highly enjoyed it, and uh, I'm glad that to revisit it again. Yeah, I I think I want to say that I had this on a VHS tape. Oh okay. From back when we had like Hollywood Video and stuff, and you would, <laughs> yeah you would go and buy the used copy that had that big ass bin. <laughs> Yes, It'd yes. Be like f- four VHS tapes for ten bucks or something, and you just yeah. buy a whole bunch of shit because it was che- so cheap. Yeah, exactly. I um, I actually, I remember seeing this in the movie theater, and uh, oh nice. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I um, again, this is this is one of those things where I I went in at the time in two thousand. So it was I'm I'm in between Star Wars movies, right? So I'm like, <laughs> it's I go to see everything, you know, to gear up for the next uh, Star Wars movie. That's what it was. And I don't know if like how much music Jennifer Lopez was known for at this time or not, or if she was still kind of just getting started or whatever. It, but I yeah, think I think really just the early music early stuff came later. Yeah. Yes, it did. Yep. Yes. She got kind of known for being in a couple of movies, and then was like, That's all it. of a sudden she was she was Jenny from the Block. Yeah, did you know I have my own perfume, my own clothing line, my purse, my my album? You know I'm a musician too. Hey, yeah, of course. Right. Hey, <laughs> don't be fooled by the rocks that she's got. She's still just Jenny from the block. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block. Used to have a little, now I have a lot. No matter where I go, I know where I came from. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still.
used to have she a little. She used to have a little, but now she's got a lot. <laughs> Why do we know that shit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other... She was in some other movie, too, that was like not great from back then. <laughs> uh, Jersey Girl? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was definitely worth checking that one out, because like, seeing the stuff back in... 2000 2001 or whatever and mm-hmm. seeing however many hundreds of movies since then right you're like what was this and then it kind of all starts to come back to you and you're like oh yeah i remember the bathtub thing i remember the, this thing and the yeah you know, the thing so yep yep it's definitely got some weird darkness in that movie too yep exactly i chalk it up to the movies like um like i said like you know science of the lambs seven mm-hmm. where it has a lot of that real gritty you know kind of uh um shocking scenes to it like you know like you said the bathtub gutting scene you know in seven you got all the seven deadly sin scenes that you see unfold and uh, science of the lambs you had all, all buffalo bill scene you know it's just like that there's like that real um scary element to it you know like that mm-hmm. dirtiness to it but yeah but for sure today's winner uh as far as serial killer still goes to mick oh yeah yeah <laughs> as far as serial killer yes and obviously the the winner of the show was Troll Hunter. Yes, yeah. that we both gave a nine to I'm, that one. I'm glad you liked it. I really because I was so like enthralled with the movie. It's the first time I seen it, I was like, man, this is so. Cool. I think I even texted you. I'm like, yeah, I just yeah. watched Troll Hunter, and oh, I love it. You know, it's like you gotta. Yeah, watch it was it. one that has been recommended several times, and I always yeah meant to, and just never pressed right. play for some reason. Yeah, and uh, I I knew that I was going to at least like it if not love it right because i knew what it was and i had you know seen just some of the images and the stills and whatever you see Mm, when it's floating around the different streaming services you see little stills and stuff of it or yeah and uh yeah anything with a with a giant monster and they actually have the monster in the movie quite a bit exactly that's cool yeah i know (laughs) it was great it was great all right so that's going to wrap up this episode uh so this will be coming out for the fourth week of october mm-hmm. which means we have one more show which will be coming out a week after this and then that will take us into we probably although <laughs> we were going to do the 31 movies for october but i i feel like our coverage of the 31st movie might not come out until just after right we'll have to see exactly how that works but yeah yeah it l- looks like we're going to be doing a commentary for Leprechaun in the Hood. Yes. So. I was rooting for it. <laughs> I was yeah, rooting yeah. for it, honestly. Uh, yeah. Well, and I've, I've never seen that one, so I'm going to have to actually watch it yeah. beforehand so that I don't feel like I have to watch it while we're doing commentary. So You're you're going to end up watching all the Leprechauns leading up to it. <laughs> yeah. You, I know. No. I want to I actually get a box set because I. Yeah. there's something about how bad those movies are that makes me like them. Jennifer Aniston. Right. Oh, yeah. The first one is fucking yep. great. I love yeah, that one. First... It's and so War... funny, too. I don't know Warwick why. Warwick Davis, uh, Star Wars fame. Yeah, he's, I know. It's got leopard. Wicked. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, it was good. I, I can't wait. Yeah. Jennifer Davis and Wicked. Or Jennifer yes. Aniston and Aniston. Warwick Davis. Yes. As, as Not as Wicked. Not as, as Wicked. It's a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was always a lot of fun because they... The, the way that they put the dumb little, like, rhyming things in there and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I always get a kick out of that. But, yeah, I never made it as far as the Leprechaun and the Hood ones for some reason. I think I, um, I, I do remember watching it, but I remember watching it, like, in a group, and all we did is laugh our ass off. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm, 
I, you know, so I need to revisit so I, I can, you know, I, I, I couldn't tell you the story right now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. very, very little bit. Um, I know it was ridiculously over the top as all they, they started to get. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it should be fun. All right. Well, I think we'll, uh, we'll end this one here and uh, just, you know, everybody knows by now we're to keep up with all of our stuff or if this for some reason is the first time you're listening to us then you should probably go back and listen to the first couple weeks of this but if not then thank you for listening now at least yes. welcome and, and <laughs> exactly just keep up with us through our social media and through our itunes stitcher podbean google podcast and whatever other place you can find us just everything is who will survive horror podcast yes and also with us and our friends and Marco's other show and some of my other stuff can all be found on Raw Live and Unedited Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. Also on all of your social media and podcast apps and on the Legion Podcast Network as well with a bunch of our friends. And also, I almost forgot to mention that on our last show, the, the clip that I played of All Cops Are Bumbling Dummies. All Cops Are Bumbling Dummies. <laughs> was from our friend Court. Well, he didn't say it. It was his co-host, Matt, from Cinema PsyOps. And I believe it was from their Death Wish episodes. Yes. But I, as as I was watching movies that have dumb cops now, all I can <laughs> all I can hear is, is Court playing the clip of Matt saying, all cops are bumbling dummies. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> all cops are bumbling dummies. So. Good stuff. So, yeah, check his show out, though. Those guys are a lot of fun. Yeah. And we appreciate him sending me that clip so I can use it. Yeah, they're all about clips, man. I love it. I think that will do it for tonight. And mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys listening, downloading, and we'll see you guys next time. Put it on
Take us social regulations 